0: Warning, this is a message from the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. They're working on it. Reminding you to watch before you listen. This show is full of spoilers and we literally talk about every scene of the movie. Also, we use some not-so-super language, so maybe make your kids go outside and play for a little while so you can listen to two grown men talk about people in costumes fighting other people in costumes in peace. Hello, citizens. Welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. And I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. We sure are. This is a show where we talk about some supermen. And also superwomen. What are we talking about today? We're talking about uh season of... Of, of trees, of lighted and trees. Tre- and lit trees and... Trees that sometimes don't get lit due to unforeseen things happening within the city of Gotham. Yeah, exactly that. We're talking about Batman Returns. We sure are. He's back, baby. He's back. <laughs> If you haven't listened to uh, our episode about Batman, that first episode, head back to episode number one. We we're a little more rough around the edges back then, but it's still a good listen. Yeah, you get to listen to Beetlejuice himself putting on the cowl. Michael Keaton, he's he's yeah, the Batman. He is the Batman. Jack Nicholson's not here. Nope, we replaced him with a Danny DeVito, though. We sure did. We sure did. Oh boy, we got it. We got a penguin, baby. There is quite a penguin. Oh, I love it. I love him here. so much. He's something. He's a bit much. Maybe, but in a good he's, way. He's no worse than Colin Farrell. That's true. But who is? No one, because it's great. Because uh, he's great. Uh, he's great. Yeah. I would say his acting, bullseye. Thank you, John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> Other people that we introduce in this one, we have Selena Kyle for the, Selena for the Kyle. first time. She'll appear later again. Played by the lovely Michelle Pfeiffer. Correct. In an appearance so good that Vance Joy wrote about it in a song. Really? Yeah, you know that, that one song he has where he's like... Nope. The answer's no. He's got one song, I think. Maybe two now. I don't know. And okay. He says, like, closest thing to Michelle Pfeiffer that I've, that you've ever seen. Talk about this girl. He's specifically talking about her acting in this movie. Really? Yeah. Is because she's the horniest thing that's ever been on screen. Second. Right. <laughs> right. We, we'll get there. All right. <laughs> that's pretty fair. <laughs> and then we have a very special sighting. Very special? Yeah. He's a legend of the screen. He's a legend in our hearts. He's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Also, he's a Hofstra University alumni, like this this Cape podcaster here. Oh, really? We got a Christopher Walken. We sure do. Yeah, right. We do. Yeah, I not a good Walken impression. Nope. On, on my part. But I don't. Even think but Walken's I still, doing a good Walken impression. Try it. This. I, I still attempt to do the impression. One who's doing a worse Walken impression than both of us. Who's that? I'm going to read this off the, the sheet, because I don't know who it is. Okay. His name is Andrew Bryniarski. He plays... Uh, well, oh, yeah. Chris Walken's playing a man named Max Shrek. So when you pay homage to somebody, it's when you kind of honor them. Right. This is a Subtly. direct ripoff of Max Shrek, the actor who played Nosferatu. <laughs> well, to be fair, they didn't include the C in the last name. Oh, man. That's where they got me. Yeah, because Nosferatu is played by Max Shrek. S C H R E C K. Well, fuck me, right? Yeah. I'm if, they an idiot. Just, if they had just gotten rid of both of the C's, it would have been an homage to Shrek. Just the Green the Ogre. ogre. Yeah. Na- Fair enough. Naturally. Fair enough. We should probably say this is directed by Timothy Burton. The one and only. Yeah. And this. uh, And it shows. It shows over <laughs> and over and over and over. More Holy so than that. Shit, Batman. this is Tim Burton. It's very Tim Burton. This is the most Tim Burton movie that exists because when you go off of his filmography, like Beetlejuice, Screams Tim Burton. Absolutely. before Christmas, not Tim Burton. Stand by it. Not Tim Burton. Okay. He produced it. Batman. We've talked about it. It has a lot of Tim Burton elements to it. Absolutely. But it's, it's not a, I mean, it's a Burton movie. Hey, he directed it, but a lot of studio influence in that one. Yeah. I know for this one, he said he wasn't going to come back unless he had a lot of creative input to it. Right. And they and wanted to make oh, a more. Oh, boy, did he. A more linear sequel to the to Batman. They fucked up that. And um, they well, no, fucked up then. what they did instead. Tim Burton was like, "No, nah, I don't want to do that." Oh, I he sure a, didn't. Then I Tim Burton a got his vision. New, whole new story that could stand alone if it has to, and, and he did, uh, and he got it, and he nailed it. If that's the case. He, but when he you look at it, when it. I think of Tim Burton, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, is Tim Burton thinking a shit all over the screen? It's yeah, a, it's crazy. And then you get something like Edward Scissorhands, which he does between Batman and Batman Returns, right? So, he's, already, he's warmed up. What about Corpse Bride? I love Corpse Bride. It's a very Tim Burton I movie. love that movie. Very Tim Burton. Very great score to that movie. Oh, yeah? Who does uh-huh. the score in that movie? I believe it's Danny Elfman. Uh, oh, I apologize. I believe it's Danny fucking Elfman. Better. apologize, to Danny Elfman and his entire family. I've let you down. Danny fucking Elfman. He's back, baby. What's he's your, uh... back. <laughs> we got him. What's your favorite Tim Burton movie? My favorite Tim Burton movie is Ed Wood. Hmm? Ed Wood. Ed Wood? I think Ed Wood's terrific. I don't think I've ever seen Ed Wood. What's your t- favorite Tim Burton movie? Big Fish. How could it not be? It's so good. It's so good. It's a great movie. I'm a big fan. How could you not be? This movie, though. This one. Tis the season. Tim Burton is Tim Burtoning all over <laughs> this movie. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I feel like almost everybody in this movie is themselfing all over it, except maybe Michael Keaton. Because he's barely in the movie. This movie's <laughs> called Batman Returns. Batman Returns. But does he? I don't know that he ever actually comes back from wherever he was we chose this movie because this is our Christmas episode, yeah, and this is a Christmas superhero we movie kind of Googled Christmas superhero movies, yeah, this came up first, and then it was a very long list of just television episodes, yeah, and then a few animated one-offs that were not, yeah. not worthy yeah so of. this this is this is our Christmas episode this, this is, is our it. holiday episode we're we're celebrating the the season of cheer with Tim Burton. And Danny DeVito and, and a whole lot of horniness. A whole lot. <laughs> I don't even know how to. Do you prevalent. thought Valerie Perrine filled that pool in Superman? Ugh. Oh, God, there's a flood in Gotham. <laughs> if you think Mr. and Mrs. Incredible were getting at it, you nothing, don't, you don't nothing, know. Nothing a at all. Damn thing. Nothing at all. About Batman Returns. No. What, do you want to find out about Batman Returns? Do you want to get into it? Let's get into it. My first note that I have yeah. is Danny fucking Elfman. Um, I didn't get to Danny fucking Elfman until after I wrote. Pee-wee Herman's looking out the window. Sure is. We got Paul Rubin not looking at a screen, not jerking off in a movie theater. He's looking out a window. (laughs) He's just (laughs) staring out into the winter. Yeah, he's being a... a, We don't even know his name. No. Until later. So it doesn't even matter what I say here. Honestly, it's not even in the credits of the movie. It just says Penguin's father. Where'd you get the name Tucker from? Well, his name is on the gravestone. So 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 why wouldn't they credit him? He was named, but they didn't put it in the credits. They did that with Mare, too. With Roscoe Jenkins. All these people have names. They're just not in the credits. That's real slacking on the credits there. Even Alfred Pennyworth was just in the credits as Alfred. You're kidding me. No, that's unreal. Okay. Unreal. We, a Paul, we got a crazy credits. Pee Wee in his playhouse. Pee Wee in his riches. playhouse. Riches. And a woman screams off yonder. This is weirdly enough. Not a like true a secret origin. word scream. This is a true origin where we usually say, like, oh, the parent has to die in order right. to be an origin or or they have to get hit in the face with acid to be an origin. Right. No. This is a true origin. This, this is, is a birth, dude yeah. Yeah. The parents are screaming. I, they had a weird looking kid. Weird looking kid. Enough then, that the doctor walked away with his head in his hand. Yeah. And then we get time passes, I guess, and he's kept in a cage. They put him in a cage. <laughs> and he does he eat the cat? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I know he yanks it into his cage. He does. And I wrote down here, we're two minutes in this movie, and we are burning harder than we did in the first movie yeah. in its entirety. Oh, yeah. We are so burning. Kim Burton, right now it's He's got crazy. A kid in a cage, and, and his parents kind of look at each other and go, We got to throw this kid in a river. We sure do. We're going to put him in a basket and we're going to river this boy. They walk into the park, and the first spoken words of the movie are, Merry Christmas. Hey, how about that? Some walk, some this passersby are just good like, Cheer, fellas. Merry Christmas. Out for a stroll with your baby, Merry Christmas. And they stop at a bridge and. They toss that kid in. Toss to the kid, kid the in the, the, the river. <laughs> and uh, then I have the note, yeah. Danny fucking Elfman. That's pretty fair. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Uh, Oswald, we learned his name is Oswald. Eventually, eventually, we this get is there. just freak kid, freak kid. Yeah, right now and he'll call himself that later. He'd be—he's well, he's sewer boy right now. He is, and what a giant sewer it is! That is the biggest sewer. That thing is that's like a subway tunnel. Unnecessarily massive. large, absolutely massive. You could drive a dump truck through this sewer. You could drive a bat boat to that sewer, and you might—it <laughs> comes in handy eventually, right? Either way, these opening credits. Very dramatic for it only being a basket floating in a sewer. Yeah, yeah. One note's It's not dramatic. What's that? When the basket ends, it's recovered by sewer penguins. Sewer penguins. Everybody knows that every major me- metropolitan area has a serious giant penguin problem. They're out of control. This is what Bob Barker was talking about with spaying new to your pets. People yeah. who own penguins just never did that. They just—they're the assholes. Said, "Oh, got baby penguins again? You know what to do? Throw them in the sewer. Sewer those penguins. That's what you do. <laughs> That's what you do." I wrote down, the penguins are accepting him. They sure are. Aw. (laughs) Aw. 33 years later. Yeah. That's where we go to next. We know. In Gotham City. How much time has passed for once. How about that? Yeah. No, we don't know how much time has passed. We we know it's 33 years later. From the. As we're going to learn in this movie, time doesn't fucking matter. No. More than most movies. We we joke about it a lot when it. Like in Spider-Man, we said time doesn't matter. Sure. Because nothing made sense in there. Right, The original Batman it's we nothing, pinned it down is right? 1947. Yeah. In our first episode. Yeah. Hey, go give a listen if you haven't. 1947, we pinned it down via newspapers, via a lot of stuff that's happening in that movie. Yeah. We're 33 years later. Are we in 1947 now? Probably not. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't seem like it. It's probably a couple years after the first one, I would I imagine. don't think it is. Because one of the first things that we see here is a modern Volkswagen driving across the screen. Huh. In the original Batman... Vicky Vale is driving a modern car, and she's dressed as a modern woman. That was yeah. a very big point to that movie. Here, we got a, just a standard old Volkswagen driving by that screen, all willy-nilly. I questioned instantly, because that was a big question we had in the first one, where yeah. Tim Burton kind of made the movie feel timeless, right. because it was based on like, oh, you see some modern things mixed in like a boombox, yeah. mixed in with 1940s old-timey stuff. Yeah. old-timey stuff. So the movie had like a charming, timeless feel to it. This one just feels like it's. This feels like nineteen. This is nineteen ninety two. Yeah, <laughs> straight out. In which case, it's an old ass Batman. I would. I would think so. That is a, a senior citizen Batman. He looks amazing. Michael Keaton, crushing it. <laughs> the few scenes that he's in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one or two scenes that he shows up. <laughs> Let's not talk about him yet because we're not there. We're, we're not, not even not a Batman. We're yet. not even we met him. We a Batman have not. Who? Yet. We are outside Shrek's department store. We sure are. He wants. He wants all the fairy tale characters away from his department store. <laughs> This is my department. I oh, know. <laughs> nope. not even going to accept that. Nope. Shout out to my dad who hates our bad impressions. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> he does. He it. makes a mention of it. He said, I can never do Pee-wee again. It's unfortunately yeah, we have uh, Paul Rubens in yeah. this movie. <laughs> 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 Thanks, dad. <laughs> oh. No, I see why. Yeah. Don't do that. Alfred's doing some shopping. Some Christmas shopping. He sure is. And all who is he while? shopping for? I don't know. I imagine it has to be Bruce. Or his niece that lives in London. Oh. Who we don't meet for movies oh. i have no idea we don't have anything on alfred ever 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 he's great in this movie though he does stuff <laughs> he does stuff he does that's all he needs to do stuff. in order to be great in this movie the statues in this scene are insane i didn't even notice them they're giant they're, and they're just like okay i got that like but are they dudes doing... and they're all weird look i don't know are they just they're, big statues and that's what's making you uncomfortable right now giant no like they're Abnormally giant dude statues, and they're like modern but not. And they're just—I don't know. There's two different sizes of dude statue. It's just a lot of dude statue, and they're—I can't tell if you're like concerned about the scale of dude statue right now. A little bit, a little bit. Like maybe you want to do all the, either just make them big or make them not big. Yeah. Why you gotta have medium-sized dude statues and giant dude statues? But no small dude statues. I mean, maybe there are, but you can't see them because they're small. They're dwarfed by. They're on, they have to be like four story tall statues at least. That's unnecessary. At least we're at a we're at a tree lighting by the way. Oh yeah, Christmas tree. That's what's lighting. happening. Is because Merry it's Christmas, Christmas, everyone! <laughs> While we're there, there's there's like these fins that are in the sewer, kind of yeah, just, just bending about. Just I don't even know what they're doing. They're just like a first person view. Just being present. At the department store, Shrek's we meet Max Shrek. We do. We have this Walken. really cool pan that goes up to yeah. the top of the building. Nice. Where you see your little, I guess it's, it looks a lot like Felix the Cat, the logo. I actually thought it was Oswald the, oh, yeah. the Bunny, the original Disney. Yeah. it's. That's this, what I thought it was, and I Googled it. It's not, by the way. No. This thing is might as well be Felix the Cat. It might as well be. and It's, it's Shrek's logo, I guess. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's kind of like Dead like, Mouse with more details. I didn't know he was, he was into Puss in Boots that much. <laughs> Every one of this movie's in the bus. Have you not watched this movie? (laughs) That was a Shrek reference. I took it as a Batman Returns reference here. That's, That's fair. That's fair. Christopher Walken is trying to talk the mayor into a power plant. Yes. I want to build a power plant. He sure does. Also, he has a son. And he's got a kid, Yeah. Could I have Chip. to keep reminding you of that? Because this kid might as well just be wallpaper. Yeah. He's <laughs> why? nothing. Why is he And that? I even wrote down, how fun would it be to be like a, a Christopher Walken like, son? Oh, it be so much fun. Where you just get to impersonate him, and your hair is all slicked back, and you just do whatever the hell you want, and it's not wrong. And it's this guy, and he doesn't do any of it. Doesn't do right? anything. Doesn't do anything. <sighs> how disappointing. Oh yeah, he wants to build a power plant. But why do they need a power plant? Gotham's got plenty of power. They have an... Uh, a surplus of power, yeah, as they say, a power surplus, yeah. And uh, Selena Kyle, his his assistant, has an entrance. She's got the coffee, and yeah. whatnot, and she makes a comment, and then he says something about her not being housebroken yet. It's okay because she makes good coffee. We're not off to a good start. No, not a good start at For all. For just the gentleman in this movie, no, it's not oh, good. It's not a good look because I'm gonna let you know, Selena Kyle, kind of kicks ass. Yeah, a little like, bit, like a lot of ass. Yeah, like yeah, all the asses, every ass. Yep. Kicked. She's great. So, yeah, you know, chauvinists laugh about being chauvinistic, and it's yeah. fun. 1992. That's when it was that... It was the heyday peak. for... Remember? M- remember? <laughs> yeah, I do. Turns out that they're kind of having, like, a meeting before they have to make their speech for the tree lighting. Yeah, I guess. So the That's mayor do. and Max Shrek go downstairs to make the speech. Turns out Max forgot his speech. Right. He's going to blame Selena on that. Of course, he's... I think he says, uh, remind me to take it out on the girl. Yep. What? Yep. So what? He makes some speech because he's kind of considered like the Santa Claus of Gotham. I love this speech. It's so dumb. It's yeah. great. Santa Claus, afraid not. <laughs> just just some schmo who got lucky. Is it the most walking speech ever? I think it might be the most walking speech ever. If, if it's not the first one, it's definitely either 1A or 1B to the speech he makes in Catcher If You Can. About the mice and the cream. Oh, that that is a very walking. It's so walk-in. It's ridiculous. Uh, there's no doubt that this is Christopher Walken. No, at any point in this movie, no hiding it. No. no hiding it at all. How could you? I mean, he's only what at this point he's six years removed from being a Bond villain. But is he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For a view to a kill, I don't know. I don't know. There's a giant present that appears in the background of of oh again the this is a major event within Gotham. Right and. We have we might as, like we made a comment in our original Batman episode about no one fucking came out for the parade. There's nobody. Once again, there, yeah. there's nobody here. There's again. Like seven people gathered in the in the town square, like, oh yeah, let's how go. How big to- of a city is Gotham? I don't know. I keep questioning this, how it's considered like a major hub in whatever world we're in. But nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. There's never anybody there. It's crazy. Doesn't matter. Giant present appears. A giant present. And a bunch of clowns jump out. out <laughs> and it seems like so much fun clowns and confetti and flamethrowers sp- spewing across the streets and oh oh wait they're shooting people this isn't fun at all they're not really shooting people as they're just shooting over people they're shooting the christmas tree they sure are fuck that christmas tree. they really bunch of jewish clowns trying to take it back <laughs> <laughs> they shoot out the lights they, re- which they is, do. what a no not the lights on the christmas tree <laughs> Charlie Brown's sitting there going, oh, it's all lost now. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find the Christmas spirit. And uh, where are the police? We actually see one police car. It pulls up. It and gets, you go. It gets a chair thrown at it and says, we need Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know what? Let's not do anything about this. Let's well, just get the bat. When we talked about Superman, this is actually a big moment. We said, the police are policing. They're policing, yeah. And In here? We're back. Nothing. We're back to, <laughs> we're back to classic superhero police. police officers where they just go. Ah. Yeah, so they shine the bat signal. The guy in the it cable goes, take care it of it. It goes into the clouds, but at the same time, it also goes through a window directly into the room. That it Bruce kind wins. of looked <laughs> like he had a reflector that also had the bat symbol on it. Yeah, he put the reflector in the clouds. Which is this just makes really sense. inconspicuous that the the bat symbol just... Lights up on your wall. Is he just sitting in this room at all times? First Wayne sitting in Wayne Manor in this room, just waiting the bat for signal room, waiting for the bat signal to light up. So doing whatever, contemplating life, looking long... menacingly at my the... parents. <laughs> my parents. Oh, bat signal. Uh, oh, I have stuff to do. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. It is. I have. Uh, I can But it makes yeah. for what a what a great looking scene with the bat symbol lit up behind him, and he's looking out the window like, <gasps> oh, it's wonderful. Batman's here. Batman shows up, and his new suit. His new suit. Which doesn't look as good as the old suit. Agreed. It looks super cartoony. <laughs> I guess it's easier to move in, barely, because he's moving, barely. He's barely moving for how flimsy the suit is. Yeah. That's the part that bothers me. It's flopping around everywhere. It's And he still can't move his neck. Which he should be able to move his neck. I, if going you're to correct something that happens much later. Yeah. He should be able to move his neck. If you going to correct one thing from the previous movie, let the man move his neck. Yeah. I hear that's the thing that you do in... in Sequels, yeah. To bat movies, to bat movies. What did you call this gang? Because there were like jugglers and clowns. In my notes, I think I just called them. um, What did I call them? I call them the circus gang. I think I just. I don't think I referred to them as a gang, but I think I called them just clowns and carnies. That's fair. That's very. That's really all they are. Yeah. I think I refer to them as carnies a lot, actually. Yeah. But either way, Batman arrives on scene in his Batmobile. Yeah. And he's just knocking folks off with his bat gadgets on the batmobile. They're it's just so much bat. It's really just sticks that come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Those I like that he's got um he's got a batmobile trip bar that yep. just kinda yeah, it just comes know. out of the wheel wells and trips people. That's the whole move. That's I, his like move. That's I like it. I like it. He's got the non lethal. Yeah, no, he's got the depending on the speed, speed you're going. You have non lethal batmobile type things. Doesn't need to make a K turn ever again. Oh, I love that. The pedestal swing. How cool is that? I wish I had that. It comes out of the bottom of the lifts Batmobile. lifts the just, whole car up. Lifts it? Spins it? If he ever loses it. You know how when the Batmobile lost a wheel and Joker got away? Well, at least matter. he didn't have to use a jack. He didn't to, have to. to replace the wheel. That sucker's going right up. He's got a jack built in. That's exactly it. Chip does a thing, I guess. He stands he stands in uh, in Max's place and says, "Dad, save yourself." Max is gonna. That's the only thing gonna, Chip does in the whole movie. Hawkins gonna slowly walk away. Ah, I gotta get out of here. But he just starts bumping into random circus folk as he's walking away. Right. How are, then which, after none him. of which attack and they're him. They're after him. Yeah, they openly say they're after him. We're here for you, Max. Ah, see? Are they really after him? Because he's Cause bumping he just... into motorcycles and people, and there's just all willy nilly. Oh no I gotta shit. fight this civilian. I'll get back to you, Max. I don't know. He gets away. It seems so stupid. Yeah, some it clown so takes stupid. Selena hostage. With a taser. Yeah. And Batman saves her. He saves her. And a scene her. that lasts way too long, considering all the chaos that's happening around For them. For nothing that's happened. They start talking about nothing. Batman's not responding. She's just talking. She's something. like, wow, the Batman. She's actually Batty. Or is it that's just the Batman. way to put it. She's Batty. Yeah. She seems like she's a cat woman before she's a cat woman. Hmm. It's really all it is. Hmm. She's just a cat lady at that point. You're right. That's very fair. And then we Burton. We start flying around a set of miniatures- that are statues <laughs> and whatnot. Of course. This is straight out of Ed Wood. This is straight out of Edward. Since her hands. Burton being Burton. Yeah, I mean, he wanted creative control. He sure got it. Sure. I don't know what purpose it serves. It kind of leads us to, it's like a zoo type place with all these gothic statues. It is the most Tim Burton zoo ever. Yeah. What is with, with the no giant animals. crab? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. So Max Shrek is going to fall through a Christopher Walken. Is gonna, <laughs> yep. He's going to fall through a what what was it? Like a a it's sewer like a, a sewer grate, grate that just happens to open that he's standing. I don't know. I don't know. He's going to pop on down there. We're going to meet a and we're going to meet a penguin fella. He's under the zoo and we got a penguin feeding penguins. We sure do. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. What do you think? What do I think? What do you think of of the design of him? What do you think of not even the acting? Because we're going to be talking the, about that the for acting, a really while. For yeah, but the design of Penguin. He looks like Penguin, the way I remember him. Not me. I mean, not me. A little exaggerated. A little. A little. A very little exaggerated. exaggerated. He kind of looks like the way I imagine Humpty Dumpty would look if he had just a giant nose. All right, that's fair. Yeah. This is not my Penguin. Uh, he's he's a Penguin. No, nope. he's not. Nope. Burgess murdered this is my penguin from the 966 Batman show sure. with the, the purple top hat there. Of course. I mean it's not overdoing it. He's got the long pipe that he smokes out of. Right. He's walking with the umbrella at all times. Always. That's my penguin. It's a good penguin. It's an iconic penguin. I agree. This is just This penguin is just the Burton fied version of that. Which we call Danny DeVito being penguin. <laughs> Danny DeVito. <laughs> written for Danny DeVito, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I mean, there were other actors that they considered for the role. Who? More than you would think. You're kidding me. For the role of the Penguin, Dustin Hoffman was their first choice. That would have been so good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Other people they were considering. Dudley Moore, Marlon Brando. No. uh, John Candy, Bob Hoskins, Ralph Waite, Dean Martin, Alan Rickman, Phil Collins. Another music boy making an an appearance. Yeah. Charles Grodin, Ben Kingsley, John Goodman, Christopher Lee, Joe Pesci. Ray Liotta, uh Gabriel Byrne, Alex Rocco, Christopher Lloyd, Kevin Pollock, uh, Robert Davey, and Rowan Atkinson. Mr. Bean. Oh, no. I got that. Mr. Bean as the Penguin. Most of those choices are terrible. And they're bizarre. The one that stood out to me was Joe Pesci. Yeah. Yeah. Pesci's a, a big it's one. Penguin. I, I, he doesn't have to be short. I get that. Yeah. It helps. But it doesn't have to be short. <laughs> right. But where the fuck are they going to go with any of those actors? I don't know. I don't I know. I know that the role, I mean, this the writing of this movie is nuts because they brought back Sam Hamm. Yeah. Who wrote the first Batman. Yeah. And they didn't like the treatment they did on this. Right. It was too much a direct sequel. Correct. And they thought that it didn't have any real plot. Yeah. Or that Penguin didn't have any motivation and stuff like that. So they brought in Daniel Waters, who was coming off of Heathers that Tim Burton liked. Mm-hmm. And his goal was to kind of give it a plot and give the penguin, like, the motivation to do whatever. The things that the penguin. penguins do. Yes. Live in sewers. And then they even had a, a writer on set, which was Wesley Strick, to do even more additional rewrites. There's a lot of hands touching this thing. Yeah. For what this is. Yeah. But it was written for Danny DeVito. Simple as that. Yeah. This guy had it locked up the entire time. Well, in this Sam Hamm version... uh. Max Shrek wasn't going was to be Max Shrek. He was going to be Harvey Den Dent. Yeah, and they were going to bring back Billy D. Williams, which would have been great. Would have been incredible. They also before before they got Walken, they uh, <laughs> their first choice was Bowie. Oh, how cool that'd that would have been. That would have been amazing. Uh, according to Marion Darty, who's the casting director, sure, she said Tim Burton was reportedly uncomfortable with casting Christopher Walken as Max Shrek, which uh. Because it's Christopher Walken. <laughs> when she asked him why, he said, "Because that man scares the hell out of me." Tim Burton. Tim Burton afraid is, of, Christopher is of Christopher Walken. Christopher yeah. <laughs> Walken. I get it. I could buy it. Yeah. Anyway, right. we're talking about Danny DeVito, who read in the paper uh, a year before he was ever contacted that he was being offered the part. How cool is that? A year before he heard from anybody, they so he had yeah, like, that. He yeah, was being considered as the Penguin. He's like, up oh, I feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, good for me. All right. Back to my. Whatever I'm doing, I'm Danny DeVito. I am. What was he doing even? Now? I don't even know. I don't know. He wasn't doing Matilda yet. No, pre 1992. what living was off Danny DeVito. He's living up off to? that Ray Perlman Cheers money at that point. His wife, <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> that post-taxi life. <laughs> <laughs> so when we meet Danny DeVito Penguin Man here, he doesn't know who he is yet. We know that. Right. That's fine. He starts showing off his many umbrellas. He's got a lot of fun umbrellas. A lot of umbrellas. They all have little tricks sure do but he's also saying that what you place in your toilet i place on my mantle get the picture this is a very gross man yeah yeah he's very gross man to which he starts blackmailing max shrek by showing him documents that max shredded Shredded. and then he said oh a lot of a lot of tape and a lot of patience you can put this stuff together then he shows him the hand of his old partner the best severed hand is max shrek flushing this stuff I guess, I guess Max Schreck That's Shrek kind of thought, what's hinted at here is that is that he flushed he's his business partner's his business hand. partner and documents and stuff like that down a toilet. And toxic waste. And toxic waste. Hey, you got to dispose of it somehow. I don't understand. So a lot Penguin, of questions already. Penguin wants to reemerge. He sure does. He wants to become a, a he, surface person. He tells his whole story about how he just wants to find out who his parents are. and Very dramatically. Very dramatically. What do penguins eat? Fish. And I would say scenery. Because he's chewing the fuck out of this scenery. That is Brian's a, looking at me all right now. That's the thing you say. Like, like, he's the Scotty Pippen to my Michael Jordan. He gave me that alley oop there, and he didn't know it. I had no idea <laughs> I did. He didn't it. know it. So, all Penguin's blackmailing Max. Yeah. This kind of ends. Max says, Yeah, all right. Fine. Yeah, I'll help yeah, you. Fine. And he shakes the hand <laughs> of Penguin with the severed hand. <laughs> the severed hand. As you do. Tim Bird. Selena gets home. We learn right away that Selena is single. Very single. Because she reminds us of it. All the time. All the time. This is kind of like her character trait until it's not. Right. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. it's Where like she this says, is Honey, a- I'm home. Oh, I forgot almost I'm almost her defining characteristic until it stops being it. Which is awesome. Yeah. Which is so it's really cool. neat. She's a very coolly like written character. Yeah, and there's a very distinct change. But it's like it's not disguised at all. Oh no. <laughs> but it's no it's like febreezed over. It's masked. You didn't replace it. They made it smell nice. Yeah, or worse. I don't know. I don't What's... know. Uh, probably worse. We'll we'll get there. She gets there. She's single. She's got answering machine. Her mother's ripping her apart. And there's yeah. a date that apparently canceled on her. Canceled. I really like how they talked about perfume. Yep. On the oh phone, yeah. The, 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 the answering little machine. Telemarketer Some, a telemarketer call. got her. It's a nice little wink to a uh, ding to little, the Joker. Little touch. And uh, none of this stuff matters. No. It will. She but goes it back it to work doesn't matter. She goes because she realizes, oh, I have to go back to work because. Got to prepare for the Wayne meeting. The Wayne meeting. So she's trying to do her thing and go above and beyond for her employer, and it backfires. It does backfire. I also feel like it sets the scene for the rest of this movie. Yeah. Just the tone of it, because when she gets there, Max Shrek sneaks up on her. Yeah. And says, what, what you doing? She says, I'm boning up for the Wayne meeting. Yep. She's boning up. I mean, that's a stretch compared to some of the stuff we It's movie. a stretch. And I feel like there needs to be at least one stretch here to before, it, before it to show blatant. how obvious things are about to get. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> power plant ain't no power plant at all. No. It's the opposite. Correct. And she figured that out. She did. Which by is by going through awesome. secret files, which may be an overstep, which she found the password to Max Shrek's computer. Right. Because he has a stuffed Chihuahua in his like, oh, I figured I figured figured password was the name of the Chihuahua. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. Get a better password, man. Not even that. We see a computer. Computers. That means it's not 1940 What the hell? Something. <laughs> it's definitely not the 40s. There's a lot of things here that just don't point to it. Like the, the timeline here. Max isn't happy. No, he's pretty angry. He's, uh... Why would you do that? Why are you looking at my files? <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. It's you not good. It. Oh, really? I, okay, I, I wish she wouldn't stop doing it. All never. right. So, Ciglina Kyle's like, intimidate me, bully me. If it makes you feel like a big man, it's not like you can just kill me. Well, what he says is, what a curiosity to the cat. And she said, uh-huh. I'm no cat. I'm no cat. Thank you, Favreau. <laughs> it's not like you could just kill me. It's a lot like that. But he jokes about it. And he kind of <laughs> well, like, he, he He's like in really charms. intimidating her. And yeah. she's getting freaked out. Yeah. And then he laughs. He's <laughs> like, you actually thought I that was. that makes us all feel very comfortable and walk and laughs at you. <laughs> but it's a fake out, and he murders her. Yeah, he threw her out that window. Right out he? the window. Yeah. Sometimes your secretary figures out your computer password and reads some secret files. She figures out your whole plan, and you got to throw her out a window. That's just what 1992 was like. Business, man. Business. Either way, she's laid on that ground. And then something strange well. happens. A lot of cats come out. A Every cat in the city of, of Gotham cats. comes out. There's already more, more cats here in this scene. than there are <laughs> citizens in anything we've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to get the cats to surround her while she's knocked out, the filmmakers put tuna on a dummy version of Selena and also on her suit. Really? Yeah. So all these cats were just hungry and going for the tuna. That's weird that you mentioned that because there's one thing about this movie in production that really caught my eye. And it led me down a weird, like, movie and TV animal rabbit hole. Was it the variety of penguins? It wasn't the variety of penguins. But one thing I came across was, I'm going to talk about the penguins in a second because I feel like it's necessary at this point. Sure. But while I was looking up my famous movie animals and whatnot and how they were trained, yeah, I came across a little a little pup called Moose, who's most famous for being Eddie on Frasier. Okay, yeah. And they had to actually do a similar thing with Eddie on Frasier, where they had to put liver pate behind, like, the ears of the characters and stuff like that in order to get them to, like, snuggle in and stuff. Oh, wow. But the thing that got me about this movie, while we're on animals, might as well, is that the production actually wanted to use king penguins. Yeah. And those are actual king penguins. They sure are. They flew them in, didn't they? From the Cotswolds <laughs> in England. And they had it when they flew them in. There was a lot of questions if this was ethical Ethical, yeah. for these animals. So what they did was they... Brought the temperature down on set. They refrigerated the entire set to 35 degrees, wow. which is apparently fucking miserable for Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I bet wearing nothing. Yeah, in this movie, she's vacuum sealed into her catsuit. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but since there was like ethical questions and there was questions about happiness and stuff like that, <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. Is that they had their like their own swimming pool, their own refrigerated trailers. They had fresh fish every single day flown into them at this this sound stage. What was and the budget on this movie? Eighty million. Wow. Okay. And a lot of it must have been penguin money. I don't know. It Had to be. But happiness is proved because the birds clearly enjoyed their experience because they made it on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then there were there were eggs laid. There are Batman Begins spawned. Of course, this is the horniest movie ever. Yeah. There was actual. There's actual boning. <laughs> penguins are boning down on this thing. Big time. Yeah. And lots of little baby there were, penguins. There were, there were king penguins that didn't have blue balls. There's one. Danny DeVito penguin that had the bluest of balls. Oh, man. Either way. So either Kyle's way. laying there, all corpse-like, and then she starts twitching, and she goes full-blown oh, yeah. Undertaker. Yeah. With the eyes rolling back, the white showing. You don't fuck with the Undertaker when he's like that. Being covered in cats keeps you alive. Why? Tell doctors everywhere. What? I don't know. Apparently. What? I'm just going by what I saw in the movie. What? You throw a bunch of cats on a person, they won't die. You heard it here first. There it is. Stop with your defibrillators and stuff like that no just get some kitties just throw some Wild cats kiddies. on it oh is that a body throw some cats on it nine more lives boom that's a. oh man yeah selena has a has a major head injury and she goes home yeah, <laughs> yeah comes that's, down <laughs> that's exactly what happens in her apartment she relives the exact same thing that happened before she says honey, honey I'm, home. I'm home oh i forgot i'm, I'm single but she's like in a trance yeah she's definitely loopy she's out of it yeah she spills a whole lot of milk. Doesn't cry about it. She her. also chugs a whole lot of milk. Yeah, she does. She's all cat-like now. I don't know where that came from. Her mom called two more times. While I don't she know if was... she did or if she listened to the same messages over again. Maybe. I don't know. No, there were definitely different messages. Okay. Well, then her mom calls so her mom lot. calls frequently. Yeah. Like, she came home, went back to work, came back, her mom had called two more times. Yeah. And you want to know what she said to uh, her mom calling? Nothing. <laughs> fucking bashed the answering machine in. Yeah. I wrote down a list of things she destroys Okay, because I had to. I just wrote down her entire apartment, but go. It is her entire apartment, <laughs> but she bashes the answer machine. She puts the stuffed animals that she has on a chair into, into the a garbage into disposal. The garbage disposal. Oh, oh, I love it. It's amazing. She starts breaking pictures, breaking mirrors. Basically, she's saying, fuck everything but cats. She uh, she spray paints a black line. What's with the, the spray paint and the nothing? All the way she's, around the apartment, because why not? She spray not? paints like a dollhouse also at the yeah, time. Yeah, and then smashes it with the spray paint can. Yep. She grabs a leather jacket out of her apartment. She, She's she conveniently acting. smashes yeah. two letters out of the sign. She's got a sign it was, on her wall that says, oh Hello there. And God, she, what a dumb thing. So dumb. But she smashes out the O and the T, so now it says, Hell here. Uh oh, clever. But I yeah. Don't, I don't really think Favreau was on set that day. Some, that's Tim Burton. That's, that was Burton. It was a neat sign. It was fine. Uh, it I was mean, a sign. I wouldn't put it in my apartment. What but. bothered me was how she goes through like this entire tantrum, and then she very patiently... Sews together. Apparently, when you die (laughs) and become resurrected by cats, cats, you become a master seamstress. Yes. And you can take a single coat and transform it into a full bodysuit. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? I'm learning all sorts of new stuff today. Okay, how about that? I didn't even know you could be resurrected by cats until just now. Then I guess we go to Oh. There's a really good line right here. And by really good line I mean there's a line here. Okay. Where she says, I don't know about you, Miss Kitty. But I feel so much yummi.er Three writers on this. Want to remind you that there's three writers on this movie. That line made it through. Yep, sure did. Let's so go. What, to City what are we? Half an hour in the movie now, we have we've seen two Bat, minutes oh, of oh, Batman. Oh, this is a Batman movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we're at City Hall. City Hall. The steps somewhere in Gotham. Yeah, they're doing and kind of a, a news conference about what happened at the tree lighting. Sure. Tree well, they, never lit, by the way. It lit for a little bit, but then it went. It out. got shot out by yeah. clowns. Sometimes clowns do that when you light a tree. Careful. Yeah, and then a uh, a single clown as the mayor speaking steals the mayor's baby. Just acrobat clown very just casually steals this baby. Flips in, takes it, says something in the mic and then bounces. Jumps down a sewer that's there that no one's conveniently standing on. And then the penguin rises up. He is saved. Said he said baby? Saved. That's yep. <laughs> it's very organized. We know that. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, he he rescues the baby and is heralded a hero. None of this matters. No. I mean, it, I mean, it does. I guess he's because that's, makes, that's that's yeah. how Penguin makes his appearance, and now he's he's seen and he's known. He's and, very known. He's on the news. Now he's he wants hero. To, he wants to find his parents. Is what kind he says. Of, yeah. Bruce Wayne is in his Wayne Manor. Yeah. Watching this on TV. Alfred's decorating the tree in the background. Sure is Christmas. Like an Alfred, I love him the best. This is twenty minutes later, by the way, in the movie. Yeah. Batman was gone for a large chunk of this movie. Right? Maybe that's what they mean. By Returns. In the second half of the he movie, Batman Returns. He just keeps returning because we keep forgetting that this is a Batman movie. You know what I noticed about this version of Alfred? What? He's cheeky. He is cheeky. He's a cheeky, cheeky it's Alfred. It's like they actually wrote a character. I really like this Alfred a lot. Big fan. He's. I'm a big fan. He's great. He's a snarky, cheeky, British, just, he's great. He's great. Yeah. But wonder what Alfred doesn't have? What doesn't he have? He doesn't have a Hall of Records. No. The Hall of Records... Penguin's there. Penguin's there. Max apparently brought him there. Going through he's, records. He's looking at just a lot of, of prints. Birth certificates? Of, of baby's feet and birth certificates and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's making a list. Trying to find his parents. Checking it twice. Oh! Like old St. Nick. I didn't make that connection. I didn't either till now. Well, there it is. We got there. We go to the Batcave and guess what Bruce is doing? Research, detective work. One would argue. I appreciate whenever he does research. I do too. I love it. But I, I would appreciate it more if he didn't do it for no reason. Yeah. Penguin yeah. has done nothing he's in order a, for him to research, and he he's says got a like. a hunch. That's kind of Batman's whole thing. Is he? He's got gets a, a hunch. very specific hunch, though. Yeah. The, I think He knows what his parents are. <laughs> that's exactly it. That's and it. He has nothing going off this yeah. besides like a very quick news channel four or whatever it is. Alfred uh, serves him some vichyssoise. Which is cold. Which doesn't, is... Doesn't like that. Uh, it's supposed to be cold. Cheeky, Alfred. I love it. He's very cheeky. It's a, it's a thick soup made of boiled potatoes and pureed leeks, onions, uh, cream, and chicken stock. It's potato leek soup. Great. It's got a great name. It's served cold. Yeah, I Googled what the hell it was because I wanted to know. Yeah, that's very fair. I want to know what this cold soup was because I just love this, got very upset that it was cold. Then he just went right back to it And he's like, oh, it's supposed to be cold? Cool. Cool. Now I like it. That's why I like this, Alfred. He just put Bruce Wayne in his place. Yeah, someone has to. Because Bruce Wayne does so much in this movie. <laughs> I mean, he's doing all the cops work. That's fair, <laughs> I guess. Either way, Penguin figures out who his parents are. Yeah. He goes to visit them at the cemetery. Yeah. Because, you know, they're ex-parents. Because <laughs> sometimes... Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's big cemetery. Maybe Penguin is a superhero. Because he got dead parents? got dead parents. Oh, man, that is set up. That is set up yeah. perfectly for him. And then somebody calls him the penguin, and he says, a penguin is a bird that cannot fly. I am a human. I'm a man. I have a name. And my name is Oswald Cobblepot. Cobblepot. What a great name for a character. It's a good name. That can only be villain, but it's perfect name for a character. Or, Oswald Cobblepot. I mean, it's a good name for any fancy boy. I'm a big fan. I was their number one son, but they treated me like number two. That's a poop joke. That's a poop joke. Do love a good Real poop highbrow. Joke. Real highbrow. Real highbrow poop joke. Oh, yeah. I like it. Before that, uh, Bruce takes out the Batmobile to just just take a look at what Penguin's doing. And he says, "Uh, the only part oh, of that scene that oh, I- Oh, you're right. The only part of that scene I care about is, Alfred's like, why aren't you home? I just really like this cheeky Alfred. Not even that. It's, there was a note that I even wrote down that said, like, the Batmobile looks ridiculous when it's just casually driving out a street. It really does. It's kind of like- um A superhero with their costume just lounging? Yeah, exactly it's that. similar to that. Yeah. <laughs> It's just going the speed limit. I'm just, and it has the flames coming out the back at all times. Right, but it's It's, going, it's going 15 miles an hour. There's flames coming out the back. Maybe it's definitely obeying speed limits. Oh yeah, it's stupid. It's dumb. It's great. But then, yeah, (laughs) same time. Stupid as it is, great. It's fantastic. I love it. I hate it. It's great. Peg was at the graveyard. Go to the alleyway after that, and there is a dude who's, is he robbing this woman or is he just getting handsy with her? I'm not sure. It's a unknown in this movie because it could go either way. Well, the thing about this movie, I'm leaning toward Hanzy. Mark Stephen Johnson actually stepped in from Daredevil <laughs> to direct this scene. Just this scene? Just the, uh, nope. Nope. He's actually going to be He'll guest be director yeah. quite a bit on this. Just assume that he's on set most of the time. He's, he's a professional. He's he's advising. He's, he's the uh, creep advisor. Yeah. <laughs> Catwoman shows up. She plays tic-tac-toe on this guy's face. Sure does. She says, I'm the Catwoman. Hear me roar. Hear me roar. It's the best. It's Pretty great. Yep. It's pretty great. And then she gets physical with, with the lady who's being robbed. Also weird. It's like, hey, I saved you, but like, hey, stop being so robbable. And yeah, then I don't know what she's... She backflips out of there like nothing happened. A lot of flippies. She does a lot of flippies. It's ridiculous how many flippies are in this movie. How many flippies Catwoman pulls off? It's Yeah. It's insane. It's unsettling almost. What do you think Selena Kyle did before she was a secretary slash executive assistant slash assistant? <laughs> I don't know. Job title will be known, but not right now. Right. I don't know, because I have an issue with that part of it. She's very limber. I agree. Maybe she was a gymnast as a kid. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe she's just part cat now, because they brought her back to life. Eight lives, baby. Keep going. Either way, Max Shrek's going to have his meeting with Bruce Wayne. It's the Wayne meeting. Yeah. They're talking about power. And you can never Gotham have too has much power. Gotham's got a surplus of power, apparently. Yeah. Wink. Got, got a power sur- surplus. It's a wink. Dang. It's a big old wink. Of course it is. The one line that really killed me here was how Max Shrek said, do you think you can go 15 rounds with Muhammad Shrek? Yeah. Where are we? What time are we in? What exists in this world? It's 1992. They've abandoned the whole timelessness of the first movie, and they're just... Going for it. Or they're just going for it. They're like, hey, it's it's now, now. It was then, then, but now it's now. Yeah. I guess. I not I don't know. Time doesn't matter in this movie. Bruce says he has a hunch that the penguin's controlling the red triangle gang. Right. But earlier they called it the circus gang. Well, when he was doing his research, his detective work, he found that article about yeah. the circus, the red triangle circus, the aquatic bird boy, and how he was the only one who went missing when they busted up the place. So what are we dealing with? Is it the circus gang or is it the red triangle gang? It's because the, they've called the it the Red Wolf Triangle Man. Circus Gang. I don't know. I think it's the Red Triangle Circus turned gang. Okay. It's just a lot of clowns clowning around. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I it's it's hard to say. Either way, Selena Kyle's gonna show up. Yeah. And she's supposed to be dead. Max acts like she's he's Ma- seen a ghost. Max is like, if my assistant was here, she'd have already escorted you out. Good news, big oh, guy. she's right behind she's me, isn't she? Here. <laughs> And Batman says, uh, oh, I mistook me for somebody else. He's got a... Because Batman. He's got a big old bat pole going on right now. Yeah, he's... He cannot get this thing under She's control. like a totally different person now. She walks in, she's commanding the room. Yeah. She's, oh, yeah. Some chutzpah. She's got swagger. Yeah. She, she also act- has a massive concussion. It's not being addressed. <laughs> <laughs> she's acting zestier than Alfred. Well, the reason I say she has a massive concussion is because Max says, who would have thought Selena has a brain to damage? Oh, my God. It basically says... Oh. That girl's got a damaged brain right now. Yeah. Something's wrong. I know her. That's not her. That's not her. What's happening? She's we have a medical like, emergency. She's acting like she's got balls all of a sudden. Yeah. Bruce is like, uh, basically, he's he's taken aback. He doesn't know how to act around her. No, he's he's a little boy. He's like, I wouldn't expect you to work for somebody like that. And she's like, I wouldn't expect you to do business with someone like that. Yeah. And then it's all, it's a long story. He's like, I got time. She's like, I'm listed. And he's like, I'm tempted. She's like, I'm working. And he's like, I'm leaving. What a scene. There were three writers, and you just wrote that better than they did. Well, that's exactly what they said in that scene, actually. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if she tried to blackmail me, I'll drop her out a higher window. I guess so. Eh. Do you want to find out what the subplot of this movie is? Sure. <laughs> Give me something. Great. We go to Oswald's. Hideout? I don't know what this is. I don't know. It's some kind of Either building. way, Max's... Some kind of building with carnies and a desk. It's. It's a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, It reminds me again, this is a Tim Burton movie where you're in an upstairs attic type place with a very bright colored desk and all this stuff. Yeah, and, and a bunch of- Bright colored clowns and stuff. Clowns lounging around. It's Max a clown truck Max is going to offer Oswald fish. It's a clown. Literally fish. Yum, dude. Raw fish is my fave, yo. And he says, just come downstairs. And he comes downstairs. And it's like a whole it's office It's an office building. party. <laughs> what is this guy doing upstairs in an office hanging out in I don't in the... know. What does he possibly have to do? I don't know. But now he has something he's to do. He's taking notes. He's got uh, something to do now, because uh, now, apparently, he's running for mayor. Yeah. Uh, Max hired a couple image consultants, Jen and Josh. Yeah. Research shows us that voters like fingers. Well, there's also, as Josh will say, there's not a lot of reflective surfaces in the sewers. Penguin says, could be worse. My nose could be bleeding or gushing blood. Yeah. And uh, then he just fucking bites this dude's nose <laughs> on a room full of people. Yeah. just, Just bites it. But even like, before hey. that, this movie it points out its own plot hole, where this is a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. And it points out its own plot hole when Penguin says, don't elections happen in November? In November? Is it not late December? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the movie's doing our work. It's like, if us. you hadn't mentioned it, I probably wouldn't have even thought of it. No, I wouldn't have thought about it no, at all. No, maybe that, the oh. mayor gets elected in January. I yep. don't know. But their whole argument is that... how oh, People get impeached. They're going to get impeached or get recalled. Yeah. But this is... I mean, if this election, in theory, happened in November... We're in to Awfully He hasn't taken office yet. That's true. Whoever this person is hasn't taken office until January. Maybe he's the incumbent. It's possible, but then is this the guy only, just going to get thrown out that's right away? the only way it makes sense. Is that's if, sort of if true. If he's the old mayor and he got reelected, that's the only way it makes sense. That's partially true. And the reason that's partially true is because this entire subplot comes from Batman 66. Oh, in Pen- season two. Penguin runs for There mayor. are, as is the case in, in those Batman episodes, that they're two-parter episodes. Yeah same bad time, same bad channel, next night, mm-hmm. is there's one called His and Her the Penguin and Dizz and Her the Penguin, where the penguin starts doing good deeds, Burgess Meredith, they set up a robbery on the street, and penguin knocks the guy out, his own crony, with an umbrella, with a boxing glove at the end of it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and then he and then he's polite to a policeman, and apparently this is enough to get his public image of. Sounds a little and bit like says, the hero syndrome. I would say, hmm. but he starts running for mayor. As you do after you do two good deeds. Yep. And apparently it's gaining a lot of traction for some reason. And they bring in like these poll reporters and they're big in the penguin also. And the mayor who's there is saying like, I can't beat this. I don't know how. Batman, you need to run for mayor. And Batman runs for mayor. Stop opposing it. Opposing the penguin. Wait, but then if Batman wins, he's the mayor. Mayor Batman. How long does that last? But then there's a whole issue how Batman wants to run an honest campaign. Whereas penguins throwing like parties and he's very popular because of it. Sure. Everybody As votes you for you the guy who throws a better party. Either way, this is taken from direct subplot. This is that's unreal. A nine six six Batman episode, season two, episode seventeen, eighteen. Wow, it's wonderful. Well, you have to have your source material somewhere, right? I guess so. We get a, a little glimpse at how horned up uh, Cobblepot is. Is that because he looks at a woman and says, "I'll fill her void"? I think that's that was the part I was talking about. Uh, oh my god, this movie's gross. <laughs> uh, it doesn't help that he's like the most grotesque character ever. Yeah. Here's the thing that actually will come back. And how much grunting does he do in this scene? It's a ton of grunting. It's a ridiculous amount of grunting. Here's the thing that that actually, I'm happy you brought up the trained cats before, which led to me bring up the trained, not trained, just normal, normal penguins before. king penguins. Is that when penguins are enjoying themselves, they're apparently horny as fuck. Ah. Oh, so it's kind, kind of, of penguins appropriate. penguin's horny as fuck. I didn't even draw that connection. Yeah. He's having a good time. He's having a great time. Therefore, he's got to get those penguin rocks off. I guess so. So he says, all right, I'll be mayor. But his plan is that he that he wants to freeze the entire world. <laughs> That's right. going to get used later. And in a future Batman movie, it will get used. He actually brings up global warming in 1992. Yeah. Interesting. For what it's worth. Jor-El brought it up much earlier than that in <laughs> Superman. Yeah, but he was talking about a different globe. That's true. The thing that killed me was that he's saying, we're going to freeze the whole planet. And then he says, Bird, baby, bird, <laughs> right after that. Yeah. You know, the way writing planet freezing works. Then we get a smash cut to the circus gang just blasting the shit out of buildings. Well, yeah, we have to have a plan on how we're going to be elected. But first, we have to oust the mayor and how better to oust the mayor than to just cause general havoc and blame it on the mayor somehow. Yeah. We got a poodle with a grenade. That's fun. I love that. I'm a big <laughs> fan of that poodle. With That's grenade. the name of my Scott album. That's pretty good. Poodle less, with a grenade. Less than Brian. Yeah. That's the band. Put it with a grenade. <laughs> I was going to say real Brian Fish. That doesn't make any sense. Mm. That was the B. Yeah. I'm running out of Sky names. There's not a whole lot that are known. Maybe maybe not a Sky album. Streetlight Brian Festo. There it is. That's that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. So these carnage are causing mayhem. While this is happening, Selena breaks into or just walks into Shrek's. His I guess. department store. She's just whatever Shrek's is flipping around and a lot of flippies and whipping stuff, whipping it real good. He's a whip, by the way. Oh yeah, she got a whip. Yeah, Diva would be proud. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that quite a bit. Batman's got a batarang. It's an electronic batarang. Yeah, and there's a cool shot where you have like he sees clown, 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 and then woman with a <laughs> with a poodle. Poodle lady is actually her name in the credits. Really, poodle lady, something recognizable yeah. and he programs this batarang and he throws it and it you get like a like a doom version of this like a first oh, person yeah. view of it hits 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 and then the little poodle catches it the Poodle The jumps up <laughs> catches it and runs off with it's it. terrific while this is happening selena finds a gas can type thing oh yeah in uh in treks and she pops yeah. that bad boy open and gas is going everywhere there's two uh rent-a-cops who are like i don't know if i should open fire or fall in love everybody in this movie is so horned up everyone it's everyone it's ridiculous. It's but un- then she has, like I guess, spray paint cans also, and she puts them in a microwave, because the microwave section apparently has operational microwaves. Well, yeah. <laughs> how else are you going to know how well it cooks a Hot Pocket? Outside, Batman's going to meet Penguin for the first time? Yeah. Then just edit. They say things. Doesn't matter what they say. I don't remember what they say. I think Do you he kills time? a guy in this scene, too. The bat? Yeah. Who? The guy he puts the bomb on and kicks down the sewer. Holy fuck. That guy kills is a guy. That guy's definitely dead. The guy's, like, threatening, saying, like, hey, go ahead, hit me. So he sticks a bomb to him. Yeah, he sure does. That's a dead man. Batman breaks his only rule. Yep. Doesn't have many. <laughs> Broken. See, so, uh, yeah, he's chilling with a penguin. Penguin. And then Catwoman's going to walk out. And Catwoman's yeah. going to flip yeah. out. She flips She does not walk anywhere. She just backflips all the way over to those two, hanging out. Yes. Who? They're not even fighting. They're just kind of standing next to each other. Just chatting it up. Oh, because Penguin is still acting like this isn't part of his deal. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just... Taking in the scenery, doing mayoral stuff. <laughs> you're not the male. The, you're, you're the not, male? <laughs> you're not the mayor. Things change. She says meow. The whole yeah. store blows up. Penguin kind of calls Dibs because it's 1992. You can call Dibs. Can you? He, he no, calls you, Dibs and the you Catwoman. You can't call Dibs. He's standing next to Batman. And he's like, dibs. That, one's, that one's mine. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> then he flies away on the Umbrella Copter. Yep. Which, yep. <laughs> great. I'm a big so fan of the Umbrella fun. Copter. Which leads Batman and Catwoman to a fight. They got to fight. They got to fight cuz they just blew and the up a building. T- no, they ha- therefore they have to fight. You have to fight the girl that just blew up a building. Now, the crazy thing about this fight, and we've talked about this before, mostly in Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Where the fuck did Selena Kyle in a fight? It's the innate abilities of the cats that Nope. I don't I have no idea. Nope. She's naturally a gifted fi- I She's don't know. She's kicking the shit There's out of Batman. There's no reason for She's her to be this kicking good at fighting. The shit out of Batman. Yeah. She's like a timid lady before all this happened. Yeah, how? She, she, will, she puts her whip around Batman and throws him off the edge of a building. She says, I'm a woman and I can't be taken for granted. Then she says, life's a bitch, and now, now so am I. I. That's a great line. What a cool line. I love it. Catwood's awesome. Batman throws some acid at her, some bat acid. Batsid. Batsid. Gets it all over her arm. She doesn't like that. No, not even a little bit. She kind of gets a little flirty with him. Trying to trying to find the weak spot in his suit, trying so to stab him. She stab wants to. Him. She wants to feel the real Batman yeah, where's underneath that, that armor, that, that weird foam. Oh, that's just latex, rubber, or whatever abs. it is. Abs. I want to feel. I want to feel this Michael Keaton. Then abs. she she shanks him. Yeah, with her claws. With She's her, got the claws. Her tiny nail claws. Yeah, Batman doesn't like that. And then he. So he just kicks her off the roof. Spartan kick, and she, off of that building. Nomination for best Spartan kick. I it like has it. Been added to the list. I like it. That's solid nomination. Yep. I like it. Potties and capies coming soon. <laughs> Back in the Batcave, Batman's surveying his wounds. He got jacked up. Oh, she lands in a in a dump truck full of kitty candy litter. litter? Yep. That's just the thing now? Yep. Even John Favreau's going like, Are you fucking I'm kidding like, me? Like, come on, guys. <laughs> guys. Come on. You <laughs> could have just made it sand. Anything but that. Who has a dump truck full of kitty litter? If anything, it would at least be in bags. Or boxes. You'd think.
1: Just loose, loose kitty litter. A lot litter. of loose kitty
0: litter. Batman's going to survey his wounds in the Batcave. You know Alfred's going to have something snarky to say about that. And he does. Oh, no. I'm just No, he assuming, just does. I'm just assuming. I don't think he actually says anything about it. We go back to Oswald. his running for mayor, mayoral headquarters. I don't know. He's. I don't understand why this is a part of the movie. He's somehow blaming the current mayor for all the circus business. That he's controlling. And like and he's like... There's a weird-looking fucking guy. And then a lot of circus folk. And, and nobody's drawing a connection. No one's drawing a yeah. connection here. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he kind of announces his candidacy for mayor,
1: I guess? Even yeah, after
0: after he would announced his candidacy for mayor. He announces his candidacy for mayor. And then this girl's like, you're the coolest role model a young person could have. And he says, you're the hottest young person a role model could have. Yep. Come on, Mark. Yep. Mark Steven Johnson, what are you doing here? I don't know where he popped in. I, he's just... This movie's real beanie heavy. Oh, man. A lot of Mark it's... Steven Johnson beanie heavy. So he goes and he's, he's basically, he's trying to put a pin on the girl, but he's really just feeling her up. Oh, totally. It's And it's feels. like, what are you doing, bro? Yep. He says, I could really get into this mare stuff. It's not about power, it's about reaching out to people, touching people, groping people. Jesus. What the fuck? And then it gets worse because you know that he's got those blue penguin balls going up those of stairs. Course. I, I guess he's upstairs. It's Catwoman, Catwoman seductively on that. Oh, shit. This is, okay. I'm going to call a timeout to the world. Timeout world. This scene that's about to happen is just, I, I can't even find words for how horny this is. Yeah, it's its a bit much. It's crazy. It's, uh, Penguin says, just the pussy I've been looking for. Yep. This fucking guy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And then Catwoman talks about how they're similar. She's like, we have something in common. And then he goes through like his little list and he's like, naked sexual charisma. Yeah the fuck? And then she says something about... Ointment? Ointment. He's like, scented (laughs) or unscented. (laughs) Potty Award nomination. I nominate Oswald Cobblepot for the Mark Stephen Johnson Award for Creepiest Dude. Accepted. Mm. Absolutely accepted. Yeah. So he's going to be on that list with probably Daredevil. Yep. Going to be on the list with... Mr. Spocker! Miss yeah. Well, I would oh, yeah, say that yeah. she's well. She's not a she, dude, but she's horny. She's she she's in the running we'll for the the, the Mark Steven will... Johnson Award. Yeah, I'd I'd say yeah. Uh, probably gonna throw on both the Incredible Parents. Maybe we'll see. Maybe Mirage. May oh okay TBD. So let's get back to the horniness. Catwoman has a plan to, to frame Batman for some kind of crime because apparently she wants to take Penguin's side now. Yep, for reasons unknown. Yeah, what is her motivation here? Does she have any? Nope. It's just the Batman threw acid at me, I guess. So now I got to, he's my, forget Max, the guy who literally killed me. I need to focus all my attention on the bat now. Neat. Yes. Neat. Yeah. And while they're doing this, they're they're walking around a bird cage because there's a bird in there. Yep. And Penguin wants to know why he should trust her. So she puts a bird She in. eats the bird because she's a cat. It's a real bird. That, that is, she ate? That's not movie magic. That's a real Holy bird shit. that Michelle Pfeiffer put in her mouth. They had a bunch of fake birds and she didn't think any of them looked real enough. So she did it. She put a she. She didn't think about any kind of like diseases or anything she could get. Just went for it until afterwards. She's like, "Oh, I probably shouldn't have done that." She put a real bird in her mouth. What the fuck, movie? What are you doing, movie? <laughs> I don't understand what's happening, happening here. Is is Penguin takes his umbrella and he puts like a sword out of the end of it, Got like a, and he's a going knife? to the cat that's on the, the bed. They're just threatening each other's animals. What the fuck? But why is the bird the penguin's animal? Why isn't it a penguin walking around some I she can't put a penguin know. in her mouth? I get that. But this is yeah, stupid. Be, this is stupid. It's real dumb. It's real dumb. Okay, I trust you now. You ate a you ate a bird almost and you, you stabbed a cat almost. Yep, and what she does? What's she do? She says, Maybe I'll just take a bath right here. Oh God. And yeah. she starts licking, licking her costume and fucking like cat. What the fuck? <laughs> what is, is this happening movie? here? I don't know. It's a... Uh... <laughs> I had to pause the movie here and walk away. That's because fair. That's fair. I did not. I, I remember watching this as, as a youngster here. This did this not movie connect. came out when I was, what, five? I probably didn't see it for a while after that. But these references, I don't think I got at the time. No. None of them. Holy hell. All man. of them went right over my head. Who let me watch this movie? Also, this is a Batman movie. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Bob Kane's an advisor on this movie. Yeah. What the f- how did he let this get- this isn't even falling through the cracks. This is falling into a canyon here. I think the Batman Returns Triple X parody is less horned up than this. It's probably- there's a condom involved. There has to be. That's the only way this uh, is cleaner. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Back at the Wayne Mansion, Penguin's on TV. He wants the mayor to relight the Christmas tree. Alfred's being sassy, you know, the way he does. Sassy Alfred. And uh, Penguin wants Batman to be there to preserve the peace. Right, and Bruce Wayne just says subtle, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. So then I guess he decides to go out. Maybe he's got Christmas shopping to do for Alfred, or something. He's gonna be I Bruce Wayne know. for a little while, and he runs into who? Selena Kyle, of course. Because why wouldn't he? And these two have no idea they fought no... each other the night before. Yeah, there's no characters in this movie. No, no, there are there are four people in this movie. So why would they you both count Alfred? Didn't do each other. I'm gonna count Alfred because we need all the help we can get. There are five people in this movie. Uh in this scene, Alfred's out in the background. He honks the horn of the car at Bruce because he's such a sassy dude. I love him. It's also a quarter mile away when he's honked the horn at yeah. uh, Bruce. It's ridiculous. He's like, hey, what are you doing? But Bruce and Selena are just talking. This was the first actual mention of it where Bruce is talking about Shrek. And he only says Shrek. Oh, yeah. And it really took me out because I said, don't get <laughs> <laughs> It's it's not easy to get out of that mindset. Man, I want Eddie Murphy to be in this movie as Harvey Dent. No, as Donkey. As <laughs> different movie. Just maybe, maybe as Max Shrek's like secondhand man. Just like a snarky. Someone. So you get Shrek and Donkey. That'd be real good. That'd be real good. <laughs> no As like the replacement because the secretary is now you know homicidal. Right. You can't keep her employed. You killed yeah. her. What I like about this scene here is how Bruce says, "You got kind of a dark side, don't you?" And Selena says, "No darker than yours, Bruce." Yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, both eyes are blinking at this point. Yeah. It's not even they're going separately, so they're separate winks. Yeah. There's, but there's a lot happening. There's here. a lot happening for nothing happening. For yeah. They don't know each other at all. Bruce is going to ask her out because because she's got spunk, kid. No, she's got boobs. That's true. And she's blonde. It's yeah. all Bruce went for in the first movie. Also, that's true. Because he hasn't ever got to type. know any of these characters at all before he asked them out. Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, Batman. Here, I said it in the first episode that he was my Batman. I take it back. Oh, it's gone. It's completely gone. Yeah. This is this isn't Batman. No, this isn't Batman at all. No, this is Mister Mom being Batman. Ah, there it is. Yeah, this is uh, whatever. So I guess the mayor's gonna relay the tree. He gives in, I guess. Yeah. So, so we have the ice princess getting ready because she's the one who hits the button. Yeah, that was what she did before. And they he's, call her the ice princess. Penguin walks into this this green room tent. Yeah. And she doesn't know who he is. She doesn't. No, <laughs> How okay. do you not know who he is? Right. Like he says she's a, he's a talent scout, which doesn't make sense nope. at all. And she's just like, yeah, sure. She's a celebrity of of Gotham, I imagine. How does she? I not don't imagine know that because what's happening? There's 20 all. people who live in Gotham. according yeah. to this movie. So if she's the one who hits the Christmas light, everybody knows who she is. Pre-lighting lady, yeah, fine. Oh yeah, ice princess. That's literally what she's in the in the credits as. That's okay. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. So Penguin throws the batarang at her. Yeah, because they got he got it from the poodle. Because <laughs> he got it from the poodle, and he's trying to frame the bat. Yeah. So, so Selena and Bruce are going to have their date night on yeah, the couch. They're here. just chilling by the fire, super horned up. These two. This actually is a good scene to me. Yeah, I enjoyed because- this scene. I like it when Bruce says, like, that she's a secretary, and she says, no, executive, executive assistant. Executive assistant. And she drops right back in after that and says, no, it's a secretary. It's a secretary. It was, like, it was the first time she kind of, like, came down yeah. almost, where yeah. she was almost human. Human. She's, she's not sure who she is right now. Correct. She I likes tell you, this version of her that's with Bruce, though. She does. And we know that because she tries to slide down the bat hole. she sure does she is aggressive holy shit with that Uh, Bruce drops a Vicky reference which is there's a couple of them in this movie there are a couple which means that that happened that That all happened that was all 1947 is canon yes and this was the first part where I said okay so 1947 is canon also we're 33 years later are you telling me that Penguin's 33 years old or at least in his mid-30s well he was 33 years after the scene where he was an where he was in a cage, which is not immediately after the birth. All right, so you're saying he's forty? Maybe. I don't Unless know there's that, a teenager there's in that no cage. There's no way that he beginning. was seven in that cage. He was still small. There's also no way he's under fifty in well, that thing. He is balding, and wow. he looks like. Well, a... then again, he was raised in a sewer. He probably doesn't look great. He rummages through shit. He said that. We so, get that. I don't know. I don't know. I the time time is it's, is particularly time doesn't gone. matter. It's just welcome to superhero movies again, where yeah. time doesn't matter. At all. It's like the points and whose line is it anyway. That's exactly it. Wayne Brady would have been a great Bruce Wayne. Oh, oh, I like that actually. Yeah. Weirdly, I like yeah. that. Like I Wayne Brady. Wait? I don't see a lot of superhero roles. I don't either. But I'm but, trying to distract Wayne, myself from can, this movie in any way. Selena and Bruce are making out on the couch. Yeah. And they discover each other's wounds separately to each other, which they, is they interesting. They don't quite. They kind yeah. of move each other out of the way so they don't discover it. Which is kind of a cool thing. Yeah. It's it's interesting. The TV clicks on and uh, they're all... Batman's getting framed. Batman done took the ice princess. Yep. And Batman's like, wait a minute, I'm here. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon makes an, a, a statement during this and he says, all the evidence is circumstantial, but let me just tell the entire public what this evidence is anyway because, you know, middle of, course. of, a, middle of investigation. Middle of investigation, let's throw it all out there. Why not? Because um, we're cops But at least Mr. Gordon kind of stands cops. up for him. For, yeah, a little bit. For a second. For a real hot before second. Before he goes, we found this batarang in the green room, bloodied. <laughs> Simple as that. So Realistically, now, what they're saying is that they can carve anything into a bat shape Yeah, and, and murk someone with it. And that means Batman, Batman did, did it. it. Yeah. So now Bruce is like, I got to get down there. And Selena's like, "Oh, I gotta get down there," and uh, so they both go to Alfred to try to get give have him give an excuse. I like how Bruce is, just says, "Give her a story." Yeah, simple as that. Don't and then don't make it all like real girlfriendy or anything. Yeah, but, but like... Selena gets real specific and <laughs> says to either give him a sonnet or a dirty Our limerick. a dirty limerick. And he said, "I think I just thought of one." <laughs> Sassy Alfred. I love Alfred. He's the best character in this movie, but he doesn't have to do shit because they're both trying to piece. So, nope, Brian. I want to welcome you to my biggest issue with this movie. Is it Bruce's sense of urgency? Nope, it's Bruce's bat cave and his suit closet. <laughs> okay, Bruce goes down to the bat cave. There's like a door that flops on down, yeah, and it reveals three suits that are fully assembled. Were there only three? I counted three. Okay, you got a center one, you got the back ones, doesn't matter, but they're fully assembled cowl, body part, cape, boots. Everything. And then we go to individual cuts of Bruce grabbing the body piece that has the bat symbol on it. The yeah. new bat symbol, which we haven't talked about yet. Right. It's a new bat symbol. They updated it. It's the one that was the logo for the first movie yep. in the posters. It's like a bright yellow with the black. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. But it's like just its just up to the neck. And then it goes down. And it's, you see the bat symbol fully on that. Yeah. And then he goes to his cowls. There's like a row of cowls there as well. On the cowls, there's an open space where a logo should be. Yeah. And there's clearly a spot where you're supposed to like put a logo. Yeah. Then we see his boots. He's got uh, a shitload of boots here. He has a boots. Grabs his boots and then he walks around the pre-assembled suits and comes out of that cave fully dressed. How is it that the body piece that has the logo on it, but the cowl is over that, that doesn't have a logo on it. How, it, how do these connect? It's kind of like Iron Man's suit. It's got a hole so you can see the part behind it through it. Nope, but this was a solid piece of of rubber that was over it that looked like there should have been a piece pushed into it in costume design. I don't know. How there's no reason how... When you look at the suit, the bat symbol is part of the cowl. It's not part of the body part of the suit. Right. But it's part of the body part of the suit. Here, this doesn't make any fucking sense. At the same time, why does he have three pre-assembled suits, and, and then he has then goes a the... closet full of bodysuits and cowls and boots? Why this did... is stupid. It's all fuck. It is pretty dumb. This why makes would me they... wish that we had bat nipples. Why would they... Like we're going to get to. Make a disassembled version of the suit that was different than the one he actually wears. Did he wear a different suit? No, I mean... If, if you're saying that there was nowhere for the, there was no way the logo was there, the logo would be underneath the cowl. Right, and the cowl's hanging over it. Right, but the cowl's on top of it now. I know the the logo is on top of the cowl now, which doesn't make any sense to the way that they show this in very specific way. Right. So why would they make a different suit for that scene? It sounds like it's a different suit. It sounds like a different suit from what he's grabbing. Why would they bother? I don't. That's... I truly don't know, and I don't understand. That's weird. It's very weird. I didn't even notice. It's All I noticed very, in that scene, very weird. The only thing I noticed in that scene was that Bruce was taking his sweet ass time. Yeah, getting ready to go save the day or something. I don't know. Defend himself about the ice princess. That's very fair. Yeah, but he was just taking his time. Meanwhile, Selena is racing there in her car and getting changed in the car into a skin tight well, she, suit. She's a pro. She's been doing this for like <laughs> a day and a half now. Yeah, so she's got figure it figured out. <laughs> We're gonna go to tree lighting part two. Yes. The Batmobile drives into town. The little protection uh the looks better the, the bat it looks shield better. Definitely looks better. It looks so much around. better than the first one. It's still not great. Still it looks better. It's though. not great. It's better. We're two years away from having walking dinosaurs or a year away. A year. This should look better. But it looks pretty good. It's not bad. The circus gang hacks that fucker though. They sure do. They had blueprints at, at Cobblepot's at, Yeah. Mayoral I don't I don't know. His his office. Hideout. No, it's not his hideout because his hideout's at the zoo. It's his office. Yeah. They had it. They this was put a, was a helium bomb in there. No they said. explanation of how they got it. None. But they haven't, so. Batman's gonna just go up a building. And he happens to he see the is ice princess. So high up in this building. And then he looks across to the next building and the ice princess is there. <laughs> how hard did those cops really look? I don't know. And he just looks across It's and Caesar. one building and sees her. No problem. And he is so high up. He's, I'm going I'm to call it effectively 40 stories. Yeah. Easily. That sounds about right. So he just swings on over. He's going to save her. But who's there? It's Catwoman. Catwoman is just there. She found her. No problem, too. Well, I feel like she knew where she was already because she was part of the part of the plan. While this is happening, the circus gang is fucking with the Batmobile because they got in. Oh, they sure are. Brian? Yeah? I have some bad news for you. Bad news. Yeah. What's the bad news? The bad news is that Danny Elfman. Oh, this scene. The fucking's gone. He's not Danny fucking Elfman at this point. Why is why is this fight scene completely silent? No, he's Danny Elfman at this point. It's because y- this is this is going too far. Is I don't appreciate when you mix the unbelievable Batman theme that he came up with in the first movie, yeah, with this garbage nonsense Tim Burton circus music. <laughs> They, they kind of don't mix very well, do they? They don't at all, and he's trying to, I guess, just work with what he has. But he wrote all of it, so. Yeah, it's not good. Why didn't, I mean. It's, it's not good. There's been worse. In my mind, Danny Elfman don't and you, Ramin Jawadi Don't you, well, why you got to bring Ramin into it? He's fine. No, he's he, not. He did great. He got, he's a Grammy a, nominee, but <laughs> besides a, that. <laughs> it was a good score. Nope. And how dare you? Nope. They just got on the same level. Briefly, I don't know if I should be offended by that or okay with it because I don't, I don't hate Ramin, but Elfman is on a different level. Oh, no, not right now. He's you not. Can't not drop right him now. Down He's not. The, I this, mean, it's this score goes off the rails and it stays off the rails. It does not stay off the rails. It stay till the credits. I mean, till the credits, you get back to normal, but it will, you, we're off the rails right now. You stop it. I will not. You knock it off. There's a there's a line here where Batman. Hits Catwoman. He says, "Eat floor, <laughs> high right. fiber." Three writers, three writers, three writers, three writers. I want to say again, three writers. Eat floor, high fiber. I don't know. I don't. I got nothing. There's this scene is this whole fight scene is silent. It's like they knew it was coming. I'm broken. It's weird because the whole scene is completely silent, except for fight sounds, whip sounds, and whip sounds. And then Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer is very good with whip. Yeah, she actually learned how to use the whip for real. That's actually her using it. And uh It's incredible to watch. I guess she hit her trainer in the face the very first day and, and like cut open his face. Got and that he, out of the way. Got that fear out of the way. And he was like, All right, let's keep going. And she's like, Oh, what a professional. Yeah. And she whipped you in the face. The thing is that when you watch it, it's insanely effective. I mean, you're watching it as it's happening. It's a long cut every single time she's playing with his whip. It's her. It it is it's no really movie magic good. There. It's it's really good. It's well done. She captures the Ice Princess. Somehow she wins the fight, I guess. I don't know. And starts carrying the Ice Princess away. Yeah. Music comes back, much to Dave's chagrin. He let me down. I don't have to tell you. He let me down. They head to the roof. They sure do. Where uh, Penguin just straight up murders the Ice Princess. With bats. With bats. She kind of gets her to fall, because she was on the ledge all of a sudden. You know, if, I don't know. If Selina didn't know that the Penguin was going to kill her, why did she just put her on the ledge of the building. Because this movie needs to advance somehow. That's fair. A whole bunch of bats fly out of the Christmas tree, too. So, obviously, Batman's looking pretty guilty right yeah, now. Yeah, she falls a good 40 stories and lands directly on the tree lighting button. How appropriate. She's the tree lighting girl. How so. about that? Did her job. Not going to get paid for it because she's dead. So, I don't know. Something else happens and Catwoman pins Batman to a rooftop or something. I don't know. They start talking about mistletoe. Yeah, Batman for some reason says mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. If you eat it. And she says, but a kiss can be deadlier if you mean it. And Then she just licks him. She licks his face. That's What's the, happening? Because that's the tone What's of the movie. What's happening right now? I don't know. Everything's topsy-turvy. There's people licking bats. <laughs> putting yes. live birds in their mouth. Elfman is is missing the mark. It doesn't make sense, Dave. I don't want to live in this world. Merry Christmas, Brian. Why uh. did we choose this for our holiday movie? Because Google said it was the only Google Christmas. fucked movie. us. <laughs> Google fucked us so goddamn. We should have. We should have done Hebrew Hammer.
1: <laughs> we should for Hanukkah uh. instead.
0: We're gonna have to get to this eventually. We know that. Batman's got sweet ass wings and cape, and he flies away. Yeah, he's got the wings, he flies, and he's flying amongst the bats and the trees lit up and he's down there. And the clown brigade is all done messing with the Batmobile. Yep. They take off. <laughs> what good timing. Penguin and Catwoman are gonna have their they're gonna get back together up yep. on top of the roofs. You're gonna uh, drink some bubbly. They they sure are. Catwoman says, You're the second man who's killed me this week. I've got seven lives left. How does she know? I don't know. But that's gonna come back. Oh yeah. Annoyingly. Un- <laughs> To which Penguin gives her a ring and says that he wants to consummate their relationship. Oh God, this guy! It's so horny, bro. I, I don't know what to, I don't. I don't know I, how to talk about this anymore. It's getting uncomfortable. I was feeling uncomfortable, and then she's like, "I wouldn't touch you to scratch you." I'm like, "Finally, somebody is not horned up for a second. It's ridiculous, though. And then he goes all goes out. off the edge because he he's goes, got that, that. He goes crazy. That he's got that umbrella copter again. He's got that white male, uh, angsty, not getting laid, I'm gonna, now oh, I hate everything, brah, thing. So now he hates her. He's like, ah, you sent all the signals, and I don't think I like you anymore. She did send all the signals, by the way. <laughs> not with the penguin. With the penguin, she sat there and bathed herself. I mean, Literally. that's just how cats bathe themselves. They don't lick their suits and then clean their hair, <laughs> Brian, Most uh, Most cats don't wear suits. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That was Most after she turned down. Out- won't send signals that way. Michelle Pfeiffer? Selena Kyle here is licking a suit and cleaning herself <laughs> yeah. in front of this dude. And he's, oh, Jesus. That was after she was like, after yeah, he said ice he, cubes he said the ointment thing. And she's like, I'm leaving. So she's already fact, turned him down. Fact. So she's looking at it as a But proper- then she did clean herself in front of I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't understand. He said something about having her neutered. Or spayed. Correct. So I'm gonna have you I should have you spayed. Yep. But she gets oh, hung by an yeah. umbrella copter. Yeah. Of sorts. Crash lands into like a rooftop greenhouse and screams and breaks all the glass. Breaks all the glass, because I, I got nothing. Tim Burton? I don't know. Nope, not even. No, I got nothing. I got nothing. It's just a thing. While this is happening, Batman gets into his Batmobile. He sure does. That that shit's hacked. It yeah, he's got penguin on the Batphone. I love how penguin is like in a grocery store <laughs> and like a toy, mini, a mini toy, Bat- like a and he's he's riding this thing and he's having a ball and he's controlling the Batmobile. Yeah. The Batmobile is crashing through a shitload of cars. Oh, he's hitting a ton of pedestrians. It's going crazy. Batman's clearly the bad guy. He it, looks like he's gone off the deep end for yeah, sure. It'll be forgotten about shortly after, don't okay. worry. But right now in this brief moment, Batman's a bad guy. Sort of. Kind of. He's gonna crash into a wall, I guess. He finds oh, he finds there's a foreign object detected underneath the car. He gets underneath there somehow. When he pulls out the CD and he puts it in. What's that CD? What is it? I think he's. I wasn't sure at first. I was like, is he like putting in like an installation CD and reinstalling all the Batmobile drivers? Hold on. Hold on. This is He's a, not. This he's is a recording. recording. Okay. I wrote down, what the fuck was that CD? That's a CD burner, dude. He's got a burner in the Holy Batmobile shit. in 1992. And he's recording. Wow. What the, uh, what the penguin's saying. Because he's got he a sure plan. Sure is. He's got a plan. Somehow, I and guess. his plan is that he's going to keep driving around the city. He figures out there's something underneath the car. He takes it out. He kills that, the so remote. Sort of controlling and he doodad. And ends up, yeah. there's a small, narrow gap. He ends up shedding a lot of the Batmobile. I didn't even know the Batmobile could do that. Didn't know that. It turns into like, it's almost like a covered bat cycle. It sort of is. And that upsets me because this was, I, as I said, this is my favorite Batmobile. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And now it's not anymore. It's not fun to see it torn apart. I don't like it. Doesn't matter. Gets out of there. He gets through. This small hole for plot. Reasons, yeah, I guess it stops the cops from following him, which the police were doing their job when it's when it comes down to trying to arrest Batman, they'll chase him, but yeah, vigilante who knows? I don't know, doesn't don't know. matter. He's back at the Wayne Manor, yeah. And Penguin's given a speech about him recalling the mayor, they want to recall the mayor, who yeah. is either incumbent or just elected. I don't know, he's doing some kind of yeah, he's he's, he's not tall enough and... to reach the mics, which is great, a little, a little yeah, and touch, yeah. I like Batman it. calls Alfred on letting Vicky Vale into the Batcave. He does, and I love it. I really love that because that was my that. biggest problem with the first movie. It's back. He's like, "Yeah, well, who's the one who let her into the Batcave?" Yeah. I was just doing work. I turned around, there she was, Alfred. Yep. And then they ruin it right away by having the button to the Batcave be in the fish tank. Yeah. So Bruce Wayne rolls up his sleeve, he puts his hand in the fish tank, he pushes the—I guess a, I'm going to call it—doorbell. a doorbell That's on what, the Wayne yeah. Manor. He pushes that, and then the thing opens up in the back, and he goes down to the back and gives, like, a slide. Alfred says he's going to take the stairs. Stairs take the exact amount of time that it takes to get down that slide. What the fuck's the point of that slide? None. It's fun. Nope. You're telling me- Nope. Nope. You don't want a secret little slide in your house? I absolutely do. Yeah, that's what I thought. Big time? Would you take the stairs down to the the fortress of Potitude if you had a hidden slide? No. There you go. But- uh, But Alfred would. Alfred would. If Alfred came down here via the stairs, Alfred's welcome. Big time. Oh, yeah. Alfred, anytime you want to be on the show. Alfred. Hey, buddy. Michael Goff, if you're... <laughs> you are no longer with us. We miss you dearly. But so. There are other Alfreds. We we could get... Michael uh, okay Michael Kine. We could get Michael, him in Michael here. Kine. Michael Cain? Michael <laughs> Uh We could get... Uh, um, That's it. Why can't I think of his name? From where? Uh, he was Simon in Die Hard with a Vengeance. He was Scar. Uh... Scar in the line, Jeremy Kair. Irons? Jeremy Irons, he's Alfred. Where? Batman vs Superman. Now I'm questioning myself. I'm fairly certain he's Alfred in the new Flecker verse. For the sake of making Brian uncomfortable, Flecker verse. What is that? That's I. That's the Ben Affleck DC universe. Is that I just what came they're up calling with it. it? That, what I'm calling, calling it. it. It's the Flecker verse now. I just came up with that. Folks, You heard it here first. There it is. The Fleckerverse. we got the Flecker verse. We're no longer in the Keaton verse. We're no longer in the Kilmerverse. We're no longer in the Clooneyverse. We're no longer in the Baleverse. It's the Fleckerverse. <laughs> so they get down in the back cave, and Penguin's given a speech about everyone. I, I don't know. He's given a speech about Gotham and how the mayor wasn't a very small crowd. Very small crowd. Yet again, but it's being televised. So it sure is. That's and reaching the other seven people who live in the city. Yep, and Bruce Wayne managed to hack the frequency, I guess, and blocks his speaking. Frequencies, yeah, and puts in a CD into the this I CD like from how, the Batmobile, yeah. And it's got a little bat symbol on the little CD player there. It does, he does, he does a little DJ scratch, which bothered me a lot. That's not how CDs work. DJ Batman, yeah. And he starts playing just things that Penguin said about fucking over the city. DJ Batman, it's Batman in the morning. So he plays all these clips of, of Penguin saying terrible things about the city of Gotham. Yeah, and then they instantly turn on him, and my favorite line of this entire movie happens. Yes. They start throwing fucking fruit and shit at him and tomatoes all that and stuff. Tomatoes and lettuce and eggs. And as Penguin hides behind his umbrella, he says, why is there always someone who brings eggs and tomatoes to his speech? I was thinking it. He oh said it. Oh my God, he said it. And I, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, oh. That is the best line of this movie. It's great. It's great. It's a little wink. It is a little wink. Ding. But then Penguin's going to just run down. Oh, no. Penguin opens fire on this crowd. Doesn't right. kill anyone, by the way. How many bullets do you think are in an umbrella gun? That's a good question. I don't know. This one was a I goddamn I feel like it Gatling doesn't have gun. a, a this was whole a lot of gun. space. He was going it? wild with this thing. I don't know. Not hitting anybody, by the way. Right. But then he runs and he goes into well, the well, sewers. How can you again. aim with an uh, umbrella? It's blocking your view. was not It was closed. Oh, that's right. I don't know. It's still, it's, it's an umbrella. Either way, he's going down into the sewers again. So Naturally, he's, he's going to be a sewer boy again. He's got his duck boat. Was the duck boat there waiting for him, ready to go in case he needed to? I guess so. Get back home. I like that he jumped off the same bridge that he was thrown in by his parents at the beginning of the movie. I like that a lot. It's a good touch. Yep. And he was being chased by police officers. Yeah, they were doing their job, kinda. Yeah.
1: Was that was, bridge within the zoo think it that he lives in, or cops? no? I don't, I don't know.
0: Think. I don't know. So he's back into his his lair below the zoo, back to see his penguins. Yeah, and then subplots over. Basically, there's a there's one of the one of the carnies there is like, oh hey Oswald, And he's like, my name is not Oswald. I'm the penguin. I'm not a human. I'm a I'm monster. The, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's uh, that's not pretty much. It's exactly what he said. And he starts handing out the names of the firstborn sons of Gotham to all yeah, of his Yeah, because now we need a new plot. Yeah, we got to do something. Let's kill all the firstborns. And one of the clowns is like, yo, that's fucked. So Penguin shoots him. He's like, yeah, it is. Ha! So one of the things that's crazy about the production of this movie is that we've joked about it. There's three writers. You got Daniel Waters, Sam Hamm, and Wesley Strick. And the reason they brought Wesley Strick on board was because there was a big problem in the script because the Penguin didn't have a master plan. We're in the third act of this movie. Yeah. And I think we just got introduced we to what just, the penguin's master plan is. To be fair, he's been working toward it the whole time. He has not been working towards the whole time. Absolutely. When no, he's at the Hall of Records, he's writing down these he's names. He's writing down these names. I get that. But that is such a forgotten thing that I actually almost took this mayoral run as a real thing. Oh no, I see. I knew the whole time that it was it was a ruse. I took it I took it as That like, was part gonna... of Max's plan. This was never Penguin's plan. I agree that it was part of Max's plan, but I do think it was part of Penguin's plan because he was giving an honest effort here. He said, I mean, he's thinking, "Oh, if I'm Mayor, I get to fuck everything that walks." That's true. I mean, that that was just Penguin one to grope some people. Yeah, no, and he did not make it It wasn't his actual motivation. That's a pretty good motivation cuz Penguin's entire motivation is I have a penguin penis. I need to stick it into something. <laughs> I think it looks like his nose? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. I think that his I'd balls rather not and his dick are like it. infused like his fingers oh, are. Because he's got the, oh, you much. did this. Too much. You did this. You're right. I did. did. <laughs> I regretted it immediately. Either way, the third writer is Buron to figure out what this master plan was. Right. And it was hinted at in the first act. And now it's coming to fruition in the third act. The second act here in this entire movie does not matter. No. No, not at all. There's no reason for any of it. We go back to the Batcave. We got Sassy Pants Alfred. He's like, "You're not going to this this max parade, are you? This is dumb." And Batman's like, "Nah." But he's like, "Actually, yeah." <laughs> After it tears up the invitation, it's it, great. Yeah. So then they cut to the masquerade party. They go there, and Chris Walken's walking around in like an Egyptian head mask thing, and it, he's can't yeah. take that seriously. Nope. It's great. It's I, I love it. Fantastic, but Bruce says he's go- Bruce said he's going because Selina might be there. Right. He, he senses Selina. On the stairs behind him because... He's got that batty sense. I guess. I don't I don't know. So I don't then know. it comes on down, they start Neither dancing. of them are wearing masks because symbolism. How about that? Yeah. But she says... <clears throat> Their civilian identities are the masks. Hey, how about that? Selena looks good. Michelle Pfeiffer looks amazing in this scene. She does look amazing in this scene. And then I got just instantly turned off. When apparently yesterday was the date that went wrong when they had both run out. Yeah, and she says sorry. Uh, he says sorry about yesterday. No hard feelings. And she says, well, semi-hard because you know boners. I have a potty and or capy award nomination. Yes, please. I nominate Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle for most horned up couple. Okay, so they're going to be there with Mister and Mrs. Incredible. Yes. Or Elastigirl. As someone call her. Yes. And then we'll uh. And we'll see who else gets nominated. I'm sure there'll there. be more. I, it's, in the meantime, it, it yeah. will not be Peter Parker and Kirsten Dunn. No. It will not. No, they are the opposite of... Nope. They, they are, are horned down. They are the cold shower. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if there should be a potty or a capy. I have a feel like Write in. Tell us if you think this should be a potty or capy. Yeah, capey. let us know. KatePodcasters at gmail.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at podcasters. I'm leaning toward capy if it's The Incredibles, potty if it's Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. One of the same. Yeah. So out of nowhere, Selena pulls a gun, yeah, from her thigh and starts holding it up, dancing with Bruce Wayne here. Yeah, Bruce is like, Bruce is like What here? the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> like, I'm here to see you, and she's like, oh, "I wish I could say the same thing. I'm here, I'm here to see Max," and he's like, "See you, Max?" and she's like, ha, "Ha ha ha! No!" And then she pulls a gun out and she's like, "I'm here to see him," and Bruce is all like, "He's surprisingly cool about this whole situation where she just pulled yeah. a gun out." Yeah. But and they just keep dancing. They keep dancing until they look up,
1: and,
0: and they mistletoe. see mistletoe there. And Selena says, They get a little roll reversal." You get a little role reversal where she says, "Oh, mistletoe's deadly, if you eat, eat it." And, and he says, "Bruce says it's dangerous, Oh, and then they know you. they know that they're both Catwoman, and Batman, because there's only four characters in the movie. They have to be one of the other. I really like so, this line where she says, "Does this mean we have to start fighting?" It's so good. It's great. It's prime. Uh, it's up there with my favorite lines it's, in this movie. Yeah, it's up there. Oh, he says, let's go talk outside, which is let's a very outside. adult thing to say. Right. Let's. Hey, we should discuss this. Let's figure this we out. We like each other, but we want to kill each Didn't other. Didn't have a chance because a bomb we took- went off in the middle of the and floor. Penguin comes through penguin the damn floor in a rubber duck. In a rubber duck. His plan is in fruition. Very Penguin's straightforward. Plan, He's Penguin's like, plan here is he wants to kill the firstborn. We're here to kill your which sons. Which is wild because you have Penguin who... Gets delivered to the sewer penguins in a basket. In a basket, and now you have the killing the firstborn here. We are biblical as fuck. Why? Why are there so many biblical references in these superhero movies? I don't know. You have Colin Farrell coming up an escalator like Jesus in Daredevil. Yeah, that's the only one I got offhand. There, there are others. That was the best one, I think. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely more. Uh, Yeah, so penguins like we're here to kill your sons. Give me chip. And Mag's like, "No, take me instead." And he says, "Okay." Penguin gives up his plan instantly. Penguin's like, well, "Actually, you are the one I want." <laughs> who the fuck's Chip, by the way? It's Chris Walken's son, who we constantly forget about because he's nothing because to the story. Nothing. But I just hate how Penguin gives up his Think plan he's instantly. Sixth build? Are you kidding me? No, there's nobody in this movie. That's three. He's six under or seven. Christopher Reeve in Superman. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. So Penguin brings Max to his lair, puts him in a cage. Yeah, his zoo lair. He his Arctic world. Like a true villain, he reveals his entire master plan to him. Of course. As he's wearing his long johns. I I, don't I guess know. that's the costume as... design here. Penguin's walking on a Whatever makes john. him look gross as possible. Nailed it. So Max Shrek is hanging in this in this cage. Yeah. Just I don't know what the cage would have been there. Any other reason why? Don't doesn't matter. But it turns out that he, he's he's over a river of his own industrial byproduct. Yeah. As it was mentioned earlier. And Penguin's plan is to drown the children of Gotham, the firstborn, in this industrial byproduct. Right. <laughs> There's like a kid stealing train. It's a Chopperelli. Holy shit. Yeah. What a cool. Uh, he was in it earlier. I get it. We should have mentioned him earlier. Should have. He's the, one of my favorite characters of all time. He's here. He's driving. It might as well be a chitty, chitty, bang, bang, kid catcher here. Oh, yeah. Clowns and carnies are kidnapping kids. That's a fun alliterative sentence. Clowns and carnies are kidnapping kids. But guess who's here? Batman. He's thwarting the plan of these carnival folk. How how many firstborns are in Gotham? This is not a big train. Seven? Maybe. Eight? Gotham's not I a big place according to this kid catcher. Maybe here. there's multiple kid catchers. Maybe, but Batman's going to thwart that shit instantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's just going to pick them up and... That's that. That's the end of it. There's a shadow of Batman that we just hear it gets thwarted. He's got a little pet monkey. Yeah, and Batman has his own stationery. Yeah, Batman has. Bat stationery. Bat stationery. The monkey gets to Penguin's hideout real quick. Yeah. To deliver this note. Yeah. Fun fact handwritten by Bob Kane. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Also, the monkey was afraid of the penguin. It took several takes for the monkey to deliver the note because he was afraid of the makeup and the, the drool. What and... motivation do you possibly give a monkey to go talk to Danny DeVito? <laughs> if you were a monkey, what would it take to make you talk to Danny DeVito? Lots of bananas. I don't know. I don't know. Lots of bananas. <sighs> getting Diddy Kong status then. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Monkey was probably holding out because he saw how much love the penguins were getting. That's pretty fair. Uh, Penguin is delivering a speech to an army of penguins. <sighs> At this point, the movie is just, it's... It's off the rails. You've lost It's completely off the rails. You've gone... Completely off the rails. My dear penguins, we stand on a great threshold. It's okay to be scared. Many of you won't be coming back. Thanks to Batman, the time has come to punish all God's children. First, second, third, and fourth born. Why be biased? Male and female. Hell, the sexes are equal. With their erogenous zones blown sky high. There it is again. You can't not can't talk about not, dicks, or uh, it's ridiculous. He's got a—he's got issues. He's got a lot of issues. That he's, I mean, he's raised in a sewer. He's gonna have issues. But dude, what's getting flushed that he can look at are can or take flushing Playboy's shower? I don't know. Yeah, I told you. I think that this relates to the making of this movie. I think you're right. When but penguin's, he's not having a penguin's good time anymore. A, when Pen- hes having a blast here. He's in control. When penguins are having a blast, man, they want to. I don't know. I mean, his kid. Kidnapped and just got thwarted. Yeah. But, but he has a, yeah, he seems But he to has a backup plan. plan. His plan B is is penguins with rockets on the road. Penguins rank. with rockets. How cool a visual who is Who understand English? Possibly. Because... I had issues with this scene. Not, 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 not in a bad way, like I usually have. Yeah. My issue with the scene was, it was in a Roger Ebert way of, scientifically, how, like, are, these how are these penguins understanding here? Because yeah. they clearly have a helmet on and they're understanding what's going on. The penguins start taking to the streets. They, they start sure walking do. about. They're converging on. While this is happening, Gotham Batman is in, his, is in his bat boat bat- in the sewers. Some kind of sick watercraft. I have a note here. Uh, is Morgan Freeman narrating this? Because it's the March of the Penguins. It might as well be. And the thing that really pissed me off about the bat boat is that the sonar is really specific because the sonar doesn't have a beep, beep, right? Beep. It has a yeah, like a penguin. That's, <laughs> well, that's really advanced technology. It knows what it's tracking. That's right too. I guess. (laughs) Poodle lady's counting down. She sure is. Something is imminent. Penguin's watching all this stuff happen on really small monitors that are really far away. Yeah. And he's eating fish, having a ball. As you do. But Batman, as he's already shown in this movie, he can mess with frequencies. Yeah, and he does that because he pushes a little red button of sorts and then the penguins go away. all kinds of buttons in the Batmobile that do various things. One of them's a penguin frequency changer. I it's guess. no crazier than a shark repellent, which you don't know about yet. That's true. But you will learn. It's no crazier. <laughs> Penguins are turning around. Yeah. They start walking away and Penguin himself gets all pissy. about. Yeah. It. So he drives the duck up the stairs. Sure. And he starts running through the zoo slash park and area. all of the the Red Triangle gang are peacing out. They're they like, ran. They're like, they got out. They're like, no, Batman. Batman's got this on lock, I think. We're heading out. Have fun, Oswald. It's nice knowing you. Yeah. And then Batman's in a park all of a sudden because he cuts off. I guess he cuts off. I don't know. went up there? He's in a bat boat that he drives up the side of a tunnel yeah. and crashes into the duck car thing. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But now they're up top in the zoo. So Penguin jumps on Batman and they start... I'm not even gonna call it fighting. They they look around and and scuffle. Batman pushes a button and the penguins are all surrounding him and I don't know what's happening. Yet. Rocket penguins but everywhere. But then penguin still somehow manages to launch off the rockets there and it only blows up parts of the park. Yeah, the, the penguins blow up the whole I don't zoo. Know. I don't. It's eh. I don't know. Max escapes his little cage he and he's gets the monkey in. to let him out. Yep, he sure does. But Catwoman's there waiting for him because why Cause wouldn't she? Be? She knows she all about it the secret lair, I guess Max is underwater. At a point here, there's a clown that was killed earlier. He grabs a gun yeah, that the clown uh, was The holding. clown didn't have the gun when he died, but now there yep, is now a he's gun. he's got a gun here yes. because of plot sure. points. Got to move it somehow. Selena's trying to kill Max. She yeah. says, a die for a die. Want to remind you again, Brian, there's three writers three on writers. this thing? Three writers. A die for a die. This isn't good. No. No, it's not. This is particularly bad. And Batman's back. And the part that kills me about this whole thing is that you have missiles launching at the surface of this thing, and, there's and nothing underneath, happening underneath, it's very calm. It's a very nice place to have a confrontation. Yeah, Batman's back. He just he he comes back down. Yeah, Batman's down there, and he starts confronting Selina. Because why not? Yeah, but then he does something peculiar, ridiculous. Yeah, pulls off the cowl. He pulls off the whole mask with the primary that well, not really, but he's a but Max, Max he's Shrek. right there, yeah, he's watching him. And Batman has no plans to kill him. None. He's like, you're going to jail. But also, you know who I am. Ha <laughs> ha. This is yeah. cool. Yeah. What is the part that kills me about this is that when he pulls off the cowl, he doesn't pull it off from the cowl piece that's there. Right. Is that he peels it off and you actually see like the the rubber and latex like tearing and stuff like that. And there's a, a big tear going up his neck. Up his and neck. Stuff like yeah. That. He could clearly turn his fucking head the entire time if it's that weak of a substance. That's true. That's true. What is he doing here? I think he's just so used to not moving his head that he just doesn't anymore. All of his moves are based on being completely stiff from the I'm convinced Michael Keaton was on set for six days in this entire movie. (laughs) He could not have been on set long because he is not in this movie at all. Barely in it. It's ridiculous how little Batman is in this entire movie. Yeah. Either way, cows off. Cows off. Peeled off. Selena, Selena is fired. Bruce, why are you dressed up like Batman? he is Batman, you moron. <laughs> so dumb. It's so silly. So dumb. It's so rushed. Everything's Bruce. so silly. He shoots Bruce, and then I don't know how he shot Bruce her with a gun that dead. was underwater for a good ten minutes in right. this movie. Right. Right. Uh, he starts shooting Selena. Selena's counting down her lives because she's a cat. Get it? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Thanks, Favreau. And then she decides to give him a kiss with a taser. From way the fuck earlier. Yeah. She's had that taser for a long time. The whole movie, actually. The entire movie. I don't know. Shit goes to hell here. She fries Bruce is going to start peeling apart debris that falls because of tasers. I don't know. And Max is fried beyond belief. Yeah. Fine. He was only supposed to get half fried because it was originally going to be Harvey Dent. Yeah. Supposed to be Two-Face. I get it. Yeah. Uh, No, he got fully fried. Fully fried. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Extra crispy. Sure is. Not original recipe here. All the herbs and spices. The thing I like most about that, when she kisses him with the taser, is that she's starting to count down her lives. She says, two lives left." I think I'll save one till next Christmas. Then she says, "How about a kiss for Santa Claus?" And that's yeah. when she kisses him, and yeah. then he goes fucking dead. Might as well keep that holiday spirit up. Hey, that holiday cheer. So, you know, it's a Christmas movie. Apparently, why not? All the while, Penguin comes out of the water. Why? The, it's he's ugh. still alive. Yeah. He's waddling toward Batman. Yeah, and he grabs the wrong... He grabs... Oh, shit, I picked a cute one. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's like a mobile. Yeah. Like, of just cute little ducks floating around here, and he just says, I need a cold glass of water, and he falls dead. And then he just dies. Yeah, and then there's uh, peng- penguin pallbearers. Not the real penguins, by the way. No, oh, no, you, you think? Those are... Those are... Those are little people in fiberglass suits. They sure are. Yeah. Yep. And they just... They... They slide that penguin on into that water, and he's- I don't think the score here is that bad. I do. This scene in particular, yep. I think it's pretty good. Nope. Pretty terrible. Fuck you. Nope. That's fair. But it's- this no. is This is Danny frickin' Elfman. All right. If anything. All right. I'll give you that. That's it, I guess? Nope. Batman is no, riding yeah. around the streets of Gotham? Yeah, because he goes in the car with Alfred. With Alfred. Alfred says, uh, welcome well, come w- at May. Merry Christmas, Mr. Wayne. And he says, goodwill toward men and women. And then he sees a shadow. Yeah. Oh, along the wall. It looks like ca- Catwoman. A catwoman. He goes to run out, and there's just a little black cat. And he picks up the black cat, and he pulls him off the cat, and, and, and just adopts just stops something. Stops the cat. Just whatever. Nope. doesn't have any family. Nope. At least not around here. <laughs> exactly. He goes back to the car. Doesn't say anything now. Alfred gets in the car, drives away. There's bat symbol in the in the, in the sky the sky there, and then you see the catwoman. catwoman. Not originally planned, by the way. Nope. That was added. Um... A few weeks before the film opened. Yeah, wasn't even... That shot cost them $250,000. That's not as bad as removing a mustache from Henry Cavill to play <sighs> Superman eventually. That's not that bad. But this this wasn't even Michelle Pfeiffer. It was a stunt double because yeah. she wasn't available. She was also not going to put that suit on ever again. Correct. <laughs> but this was just a simple way of saying, oh, it's not a downer. Oh, it's a Christmas movie here. Yeah, She's still alive, maybe. Merry Christmas. This is your Christmas movie, folks. Merry Christmas! Goodwill to all men and women. And women. That's Batman Returns. That yeah, Batman's back, baby. Is he? Is he back? I don't know. He returns to the set two or three times. Occasionally, because he's in the movie a little. What do you think? <laughs> well, we just tore this movie apart. Yeah, and I. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we we joked a lot along the way. Uh huh. I think I like it better than '89. Yep, I like it a lot more than '89. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm having a, I'm having like Daredevil flashbacks here. Yeah, because I and really, for I really like this movie, and I don't know why. And that makes me think I have problems. Yeah, between Th- Daredevil and this movie, this is an awesome movie. Uh, maybe this is a great movie. Maybe we just like pervy movies. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It got to be a bit much. Of
1: but course. But I still
0: love it. I think that they rushed the entire third act. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. I mean. No hiding that. No. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, it was. It, we got to get this movie done. I have some Danny Elfman facts. I would love some Danny Elfman facts. He wrote the entire score for this in six weeks. So that might explain why it got a little. A little weird. A little weird at the end there. Um, the original Batman theme, he wrote in an airplane bathroom. Why are you staying in airplane bathrooms that long? Well, what happened was he was on a flight. I understand that. And uh, it just came to him while he was on the flight. And he didn't want to start screaming it into a tape recorder sitting next to a person on a plane. So he went into the airplane lavatory, pulled out a recorder. But in this particular bathroom, the jet sounds, the engine sounds were even louder. So he had to scream the Batman theme into his tape recorder to get it all out before he forgot about it. Okay. Which I thought was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, has, he has a quote. While he was doing press for this movie, he said a thing that I liked. He said, uh, I figured there would be some nerdy kid like I was, you know, some nerdy 15-year-old who will go, ah, I recognize that. That's a Danny Elfman score. And uh, we're not 15, but. We're 30. And he damn right. He, he nailed it. Danny Elfman is a staple in just a lot of movies uh, for so us. He's good. He's good. He's, he's very recognizable. He's great. I love the Elfman. I'm a big fan of the Elfman. Who else? I'm a big fan of. Who else? The Ebert. The Ebert. Oh, the Ebert review. Roger Ebert gave this movie two stars. Oh, so a half a star less than the original Batman. Really? He said the gloomy undertone of the Batman movies is like a tow line holding the movie back, keeping it from springing free into the wind. Poetic. I don't know. That's very poetic. It's poetic. Tim Burton's Batman Returns, even more than the original Batman, is a dark, brooding film filled with hurt and fear childhood wounds, and festering adult resentments. Eh. I suppose. Eh. (laughs) I don't know. He says, It is also a most intriguing movie. Great to look at. Fun to talk about. There is no doubt Burton is a gifted director, but is he the right director for Batman? That's my favorite quote of this. Hmm. That raises a shitload of questions. Sure does. This is Burton's last Batman movie. Yeah. We're about to move on to the Schumachers. We are. Which, they Which have a place. Burton was supposed to direct the third one, um, but they decided to replace him. Sure did. He didn't want to direct this one, though. Yeah. Because he wanted a lot of creative control, and oh boy, did he, he get it. He got it, and that's why the studio was like, maybe maybe you don't do three. Maybe don't. That's your Ebert review, by the way. There's nothing much more to talk about besides right. that. Right. The thing that killed me about this movie is that it's very soundstage-y. Yeah. It's very clearly on oh, a yeah. soundstage. Well, they took over most of the Warner Brothers lot for this. No, that's true about the Warner Brothers law. Yeah. But a lot of it, it's just you see interiors. Like there's nothing about right. this movie that is outside that breeze. Even like, yeah. even the Batmobile stuff that's outside feels still feels enclosed. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's restricted almost. Yeah. Well, that's, They were super secretive about this movie. They didn't want anybody to get any details. I heard what's Kevin happening. Costner tried to get on set. This is Kevin Costner. in his goddamn yeah. prime. And yeah. they were like, "Nope." And they said, "Not a chance." They launched. They they hired private investigators when a picture of Jane Devito in costume leaked. Can you imagine that now? Because that's like a common oh, thing. Oh yeah, like that happens regularly. So, Rotten Tomatoes, our top sixty-four superhero movies. Yeah, where do you think this falls in the top sixty-four? Yep. I'm gonna say. 55. Not even close. Really? Batman was 51. Oh, okay. Uh, 60. So this fell at 37. Oh, wow. I went the wrong way. Yes. Batman was 72% of Rotten Tomatoes. This is, take guess. I was going to guess lower, but now 80? Nailed it. 80% wow. Rotten Tomatoes. That's crazy. That is crazy. I guess people agree that it's Better than the original. People agree why do we like this? I don't know. Again, it's one of the it's another one. We hit another spot of why do we like this? Maybe it's just maybe I'm just feeling the spirit of the season. Maybe, but if you I mean if you look at any of the Rotten Tomatoes reviews, you have Time magazine saying Burton, once an animator at Disney, understands that to go deeper, you must fly higher. To liberation from plot into poetry, here he's done it. The Batman soars. But if you want a negative review, you look at the Los Angeles Times. Oh yeah. It says Burton's dark, melancholy vision is undeniably something to see, but it is a claustrophobic conception, not an expansive one. Impressive rather than exhilarating. And it strangles almost all the enjoyment out of this movie without half trying. Wow. Take that for what it's worth Those because are I agree. Very different with reviews, both. but they're both right. I completely agree. This is claustrophobic. Oh, this absolutely. feels so soundstagey to me that you just you feel like you don't ever leave the world of what's like. Right. There's no world beyond what's happening on screen. Yeah. But then when you look at it, it's like, well, it is a really good to look at movie. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very it's intentionally designed. It's very burton Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and if you want a Rotten Tomatoes review that agrees with us, the Boss of Globe said Batman Returns is the rarest of Hollywood Beasts, a sequel that's actually better than the original. Oh. We kind of agree. Yeah. I don't know. What what else do you have? Well, we have some other actresses who are set to play Selena Kyle. Oh, the role was originally held by Annette Bening. Okay, uh, but she got pregnant, so hard to do flippies when you're pregnant. Lucky for Michelle Pfeiffer, that happened because she was hired after that. But other people who were being considered: Meryl Streep. What? But Tim Burton thought she was too old. Brooke Shields. But Tim Burton thought she was no longer a bankable star. Oh my Susan God. Susan Sarandon showed interest. Sean Young went a little nuts. I heard about this role. Okay. I've heard a story about this. She turned up to the production offices in a homemade Catwoman costume. That's a very silly Kyle thing to do. And she demanded an audition. Okay. Did she get an audition, first of all? I don't know. Okay. I, I never found out. All I know is that she showed up in a homemade Catwoman suit and said, I want an audition. Jeez. Who knows where that went? That's ridiculous. Uh, Demi Moore, Nicole Kidman, Cher. Gina Davis turned the role down. Jodie Foster, Sigourney Weaver. Lena Olin, Madonna. You're just hitting all the early 90s yeah. stars for right now. Uh, Raquel Welsh. Not an early 90s star. <laughs> Jennifer Jason Leigh. Okay. Ellen Barkin, Bridget Fonda, Jennifer Beals, Kim Cattrall, Reba McIntyre. I don't know how that would have worked. Meg Ryan, Lorraine Bracco, and somehow in the running for this role, Kim Basinger. Okay. So I actually have an issue confusing Kim Basinger and Michelle Pfeiffer most of the time. Yeah. That happens. That's fair. I'm them blind. Would you have confused Kim Basinger with Kim Basinger? Because you can't be in both movies playing two different no, roles. that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work at all. But she was apparently in the running. That's stupid. Why not just call her Vicki Vale and make Vicki Vale Catwoman at that point? Right. Uh, it makes so little sense. It's something more. The ones that are interesting in there is there's obviously some that work, some that don't work. Annette Benning, I think, wouldn't have been as good. Yeah, I agree. Lorraine Bracco, I don't think, would have been that great as that role. That stood out to me because I'm a big Sopranos fan. Yeah. She was great in that. Yeah. Uh, She did Goodfellas a couple years later. Right. She was great in that. It's not really a Selena Kyle role, though. I think what it comes down to is Michelle Pfeiffer might have been the right casting for this. Oh, I think so. I think she did a good job in this. I think she did a really good job for this. And I kind of like her entire motivation throughout this entire movie. Yeah. (laughs) I think she's great. she had the most motivation of, of the too many villains that were in the movie. I don't know if she was a villain. Right. She kind of played both sides. And that's kind of the Catwoman vibe Which, that you get at all times. Absolutely. Then. Catwoman's always kind of wishy-washy about what side she's yeah, on. Yeah, but I think out of any character in this movie, she had the arc. Yeah. She was the one that was given the arc. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Bruce Wayne didn't change at all. Bruce Wayne didn't do anything. Batman didn't do a damn no, thing. Batman's name is just on the title to get people in the seats. This is like a Catwoman movie. I would say this is either a Catwoman movie or this is it's we, we did it. sort of a Penguin movie. We talked about Catwoman. That's our gift to you. That's our Christmas gift. There it is. We've been joking about it because Halle Berry Catwoman is considered... Not a good movie. ...the worst of the worst. Catwoman here kicks ass. She really does. This movie got nominated for Best Visual Effects and Best Makeup and Hairstyling. for the Oscars? Oscar noms. Oh, that's the yeah. real biz. Yeah. All right. It didn't win either, but yeah, it got not. nominated for both. Count so, it. So that's fun. There was another character that was supposed to be in this movie. Oh? Uh, not another villain because it already suffered from a lot of We those. have a lot. We have a lot. There's another hero. In the original Sam Ham script, there was uh there was a part for uh Tim Drake, a Robin. Yeah. And uh he was originally like a, a juvenile gang leader. Sure. Turned hero who they wanted to be played by Michael J. Fox. Cause sure. Yeah, and he just shook it off. <laughs> wow. During the rewrites, he became um an adolescent garage mechanic. Because you get a lot of those, you know, kid garage mechanics. Okay. Set to be played by Marlon Wayans. How cool would that have been? It would have been incredible. Oh man, that would have been incredible. It good. got so far into the process that there was a suit designed. Sure. Marlon Wayans was hired and fitted for the suit. The action figure is based on it. And I have a picture. Is there an here. action figure? There's an action figure. And how much is it worth right now? They did today? put out they did put out an action figure for this movie of Robin, but they changed one little detail about Robin. They make him a white dude. He's a white dude, All but right. you can tell. He was clearly originally a black dude in he the action not figure. not a white dude. Just her. painted white. Oh, man. Brian, show me a picture right now. It is fucking wild. We're going to put that on the Facebook page. Absolutely. Because that's crazy. And yeah. The thing is that how cool would that have been if you, the comic relief, that would have changed the entire tone of this movie. Absolutely. It would have made it not feel as ridiculous as it is. It wouldn't have been as outlandish. Oh, but it would have man. Been, we, that it would, would have been so the perfect time. touch to this movie. And he was uh, he was actually set to do the role in Batman Forever, but when Schumacher took over, he was like, I don't want weigh And They had to pay him out of the movie. He still gets royalties for Batman Forever. You know what? Good for him. Good for him. He Good deserves him. it. He should have been in the movie. It would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love that casting choice. It's crazy. It's so 90s. It Chris O'Donnell got it? Yeah. hes I mean, he looks the part, but he, he does. He's a forty year old Robin. That's But could you imagine Boy if Wonder. this movie was uh, He had Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent. I can understand replacing that one in the story sure. that's here. Because Max Shrek here ah, he doesn't even have an orc. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't. He that's doesn't have true. anything going on. Maybe if you he had more had a, going on in the world. Yeah, yeah, if you script, at least had know. another known Everyone in the comic world knows that Harvey Dent is two-faced. It's two faced. That's why Billy's the two if You throw him in there again. You don't have to make him two faced in this. Right. You don't have to do it. No. You know that he exists in this world. It would have been kind of fun to do. And you, you show some of his two faciness in this movie Yeah. because he's double dealing. He's doing dastardly things. after yeah. He was a good guy in the last one, kind of. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. It would have been a lot of fun. Why do I like this movie? I don't know. It happened again. This is man. exactly the same thing that happened with Daredevil. Shit. It's not great. It's so good. I don't get it. Is it good? No. Is it great? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about our super stuff list? I think we should. Let's get into it. Let's fire this off. We got setting. Setting. Zero. It's a soundstage. It's a soundstage. Style. I'm going to give it a one because it's very Burton. Very Burton. There's no fucking hero. There's no hero. Zero. 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 Villain. I'll give it a .5. Yeah. Because I don't don't like it that much. They try. Female. She definitely gets one. Is it higher than one? I think it's... I think it's a one five. It's her movie. It's it really not a is. Batman movie. No, let's just give it a one five. Story and motivation. That's a big fat zero. That's unfortunate. But there yeah. are a million stories and no motivations going on here. Music, a rare Elfman one. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel comfortable about it, but it's true. Yeah. Impact. Impact in the genre. Zero. I don't know that it had much I don't impact. Think it had one. No. I don't think it had any. No. Parents. Now this is interesting. This is actually. One of the only Batman movies that never says anything about mention Batman's Anything parents about his parents? Ever. We get we get a uh, Penguin's parents. Which is kinda nice that it doesn't rehash that It's a clean zero. It happens Yeah, no, this every is a clean Batman zero, isn't movie. it? It is I, I like this zero though. Yeah it's a good zero. It's a clean zero. That's fine. One liners. One. Four. Every every sex joke that's in there? Everything that's said in this movie is hilarious in some way. Why is there always someone who brings eggs and tomatoes to a speech? You poor guys, always confusing your pistols with your privates. Eat floor, high fiber. Oh my God, does this mean we have to start fighting? Life's a bitch, now so am I. I believe the word you're looking for is, ah! (laughs) I forgot about that line. It's great. All right, well, if you break it down that way, Super Stuff score for Batman Returns is a five. That's not bad. It's okay. I mean, that's... Strangely okay. It's strangely okay. Five is high, because... Yeah. What's the highest? I think the highest we've gotten is six five. So this is this is solid showing. Batman Returns. Who knew? Burton, thank you for stopping by. Yeah, we appreciate what you've given us. And uh, I don't Michael think we... Keaton. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. We'll see you again in a in a long guess, time. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, whatever that happens. Who knows? It's a long ways off. Yeah. But until then, we'll miss you, Keaton. And do we get Tim Burton again? I don't think he does any more superheroes. No, that's it. Well, that was fun. So that's uh, Batman Returns. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Find us on your social media at Cape Podcasters on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a question, comment, complaint. Don't send us complaints. Send us the other things at capedpodcasters at gmail.com. And make sure you really review us. It helps a lot. It gets us in front of more eyes, especially on iTunes. If you, if you have that podcast app pulled up. Another thing. There's people who don't know this, which blows my mind at this point. Maybe stick around till after the theme song is done at the end. Oh, yeah. I think you should. Yeah. I think you should. There might be a surprise in there. There might be a post credit scene. Who knows? On every single episode. Who knows? That a lot of people have been missing. Yeah. You know, it's Marvel style.
1: Yeah. It's a little wink. Ding.
0: If you want to hint to what we're watching next week, follow us on Twitter. A little hit around midweek. And the Facebook. You know. Wherever we are. There are quizzes. Joining the community there. Yeah. We have fun. We try to have fun. guys have fun with us god damn it have fun with us and you want to know what next week on the show we're gonna be talking about a green superhero not named shrek and another saint nick so join us next week same pod time same pod channel And that's Batman Returns. Dave, what do you think happens after the credits? What I think happens after the credits is Alfred's in the kitchen. He's cleaning a dish, just nice and easily. Sure. Whatever it is, he's sassing the dish because that's what he seems but to do he's now. Very he's, sassy. he's a very sassy Alfred. He looks up in the sky and there's a bat signal. And then there's there's no Batman because there was no Batman in this movie. Why <laughs> would there be a Batman any time else? So Alfred puts on the cowl and. Nope. Just keeps cleaning the dish. Nothing yeah. happens. It's just being there's, a sassy there's no more stuff. Batman. There's no Batman. Sure. What do you think happens? I think we go back to Trek's building, his office, and uh, sit in his office in a little in one of those spinny chairs. It's Chip. And he's just kind of spinning around behind his dad's desk because he's just a, he's an oaf. I don't know. Somebody comes in and says, "Chip, I have terrible news. Your father has passed at the hands of the cawerman." And Chip just kind of looks at him for a second, not really understanding the news. And he says, Well, what am I supposed to do with this? And he lifts up a cowbell. (laughs) My dad had a fever. (laughs) That's so good.